10 years, three boys, one question, are we friends? Hello everybody and welcome to Are We Friends? I'm your co-co-host Brian. And I'm Jorge. And this is the show where three boys go through their interests one at a time to see if they're actually still friends or if it's just inertia. Today, because you can obviously tell from the fact that I'm talking, Taylor is currently out of commission. So we are joined by our sub co-host. Da, 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 it's me, Shannon. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you for hopping in, Shannon. We appreciate it. I'd Absolutely. love to make jokes about Taylor being sick, but we have <laughs> no. we're living a world of a global pandemic now, and now we yeah, can't even. What's the- it's we can't this, even like make fun of people for feeling bad anymore. It's really just now everything's going, super serious. It's really just hearing him go, "Hey, I'm sick. I can't call," to, uh, and us going like, "Feel better," and then quietly going, "Oh God, I hope he's okay." <laughs> like not like, "Ooh, does baby need a you know, little that's heat what, pad or something?" Like that's what we want to do, but we can't. Yeah, I miss the good old days where we could just be like, oh, "Goo, goo, goo, gaga." <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be a minute. <laughs> so, all right, so um, we're obviously wishing him to feel better as soon as possible so that he can take back his emceeing duties and I don't have to sit here vamping like this the entire time. All right, what is our topic for today, Jorge? Did we do... I I forgot to pay attention at the beginning when you were talking. Good, did, please. Did we I miss think I any of the intro stuff? Um, That'll be fine. It's today, saying everybody's name and then... The, the thing that Taylor always like says differently yeah. for yeah. 107,000 episodes. He butchers it anyways. Speaking of butcher, today <laughs> yeah! we're talking about season one of The Boys. Boys, 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 boys. That's a, Sorry. That, that <laughs> transition made sense because one of the main characters' names is Billy Butcher. Correct. Um, yeah, The Boys, for me, kind of came out of nowhere when it first arrived. Like, yeah. the trailer showed up and I was like, what the fuck is this? This looks ridiculous and awesome. And then I've come to learn too much about it. And it's still awesome, but it's just more the show gets all the love now. Yes, to be clear, it is an original (laughs) series on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Came out last year. The season two has just come out, but they only have a few episodes out right Mm -hmm. now. So we'll be doing a season two episode once the whole season is out. For today, we're only going to start with a season one to to wet your whistle. Yeah, I guess... I guess Amazon decided, hey, we're going to do a bit of the weekliness because they dropped like three episodes at People the start. People have been doing that, yeah. They're it's... doing three and then one episode per week is what I had read. So they get some of the binge while maintaining viewership. All right. Yeah, I mean, we're we're going to have to figure something out because we're yeah, going like... <laughs> to... I think it's going to come out for a while, so... <laughs> uh, what I'm... So... Yes. Besides that, I have also... I liked the season one a lot when I first watched it mm-hmm. and came out. So I actually read the entire comic book series as well. Oh, God. Yes. Is the comic finished? The comic is just... A, yeah, like it's, a, it's a complete complete series beginning to okay. end. No, like, cliffhanger or anything. <laughs> Which is really, really nice in a comic book. Very surprising to see most of these days because they either get hacked off at the legs because they're like, you dropped in sales for two weeks, two months in a row. And it's like, 
What? I, there was a pandemic. It doesn't matter. You're fired. We're putting in another Batman comic as a replacement. It's like, there's already 10 Batman comics going on. It doesn't matter. We're getting an 11th one. <laughs> you want to, like, with uh, Spider-Man, for example, Maximum mm-hmm. Carnage, when that series came out, they had, like, at least three different Spider-Man series going on at the same time, and they split up the storyline amongst the three. So you had to buy each oh, of yeah. the issues from every series every week to be able to get the full maximum carnage. This is the- why nerds make me so fucking mad. <laughs> it makes me mad too, man. I'm just trying to re- like just, just just make just a book. Just let me buy the fucking book, like, dude. To that be fair, I why, do have yeah. maximum carnage as a book. So. Well, that's that's the thing. It's it's kind of a the same thing with video games. I guess nerds just love fucking other nerds over with this thing. But like, yeah, it, especially for comics, just wait until the arc is over because then they'll put everything in an omnibus that you can buy. Because yeah. and and they'll tell they give you a glossary of like what books are in this, and it's usually like um, one of the biggest examples is Batman had a big event called Death of the Family in like 2012. Jeff will correct me for sure. Um, <laughs> but um, like a lot of it is just like Batman, 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 you know, Nightwing, Red Hood and the Outlaws, yeah. Batgirl. You're like, wait a minute. Why? It's because of those like crossing things of like, you have to go read, you know, Red Robin number 14 to get why Robin is here right now. And I'm like, I don't, could you just tell me, perhaps, instead of just saying I need to read more? Well, see, and even when it's the same character, it's fine. So something like that mm-hmm. is just like, all right, we know which issues they're in. You're generally okay. The problem for me, I I still am trying to get wrangle all of the Spider-Man comic series, which means I have many <laughs> notes and I've read at different <laughs> points in throughout the series and like mm-hmm. always decide which one I want to go back to and keep reading from. Uh, but like... There's one place where I got stuck, which is trying to cross through a specific yeah. uh, full brand event. So like a, like a whole Marvel Universe oh, event, right? Okay. Where it's like, okay, I know you're reading normal Spider-Man and Ultimate Spider-Man. They're about to come together. It's going to get easier, but it's going to get really hard first. Dude, and can you, you maybe need to read about every other comic book at that time. Can you imagine doing this shit without the internet? No, like, no. what? Oh. Even with the internet, it's still like, which fucking book do it's I read now? Like, how am I going to find this one? Yeah. Come on, guys. I I have to ref- cross reference several different articles written by super nerds to be able to <laughs> to figure out what the hell is going on in Spider Man. So so the boys is not like that. No, it's just like yes. here's one thing. There you go. Fuck you. Read it. The you, the yeah. creator of the show, whose name is Brian, the creator of the show. The, uh, the 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 series the the comic oh Garth Ennis Garth Ennis I the only thing in my head was Garth Brooks and I'm like don't don't <laughs> say Garth not, Brooks dude. It don't is say not. Garth Brooks although that would have been way way better that would have been a choice answer <laughs> yeah me. so he he made the comic book series and it's specifically he makes like very violent ones what's the what's the uh, preacher is another one that preacher has a show. is a big one um he did a he did Punisher Max for a while that's right. Um, which is a horribly violent. It's really good for Punisher, but it's, <laughs> which means scary. it's just disgusting and scary and like, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like there's there's something more famous he did, but uh, he in particular does not like the superhero comic book stuff. Yeah. So he he was like when he made the boys is like this is the only time ever I'm doing it, but I'm doing it you know my way. And he also took over for Judge Dredd, the original Judge Dredd creator on the comic book. Gotcha. That's another yeah. big one. 
Yeah, so the, that's why like the boys is very much written by. I imagine somebody who Hell knows Blazer. comic comic books. John Constantine. John Constantine. That's Hell what Blazer. it is. Yep. Yeah. 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 Nick. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's made by somebody think, who, Razor, yeah. <laughs> who knows comic books really well, but does not like you know like the same things that we do like about superhero yeah. comics. Like that's why we don't have like this the Spider Man storylines, the Batman type storylines, right? <laughs> He is, well, this is the thing. He is very, it seems like he is either just very bitter or very cynical about superheroes. Because all of the superheroes he has written are bitter and cynical about their jobs and don't do them or aren't supposed to do them. So, like, the Punisher isn't a hero in almost any sense of the word. John Constantine is, like, a moral kind of just... He's a poly for me pe- pansexual maniac. Guy, like. <laughs> like he is this, you know, he's all over the place. He's not. He's yeah. It's basically a horror comic. Yeah. Like most of his interactions are either things that are very scary to him or him being very scary to other people. Um. So <laughs> yeah. So the like, boys isn't a surprise to see that <laughs> this came from him. And I think about it in comparison to something like Watchmen, where it's mm-hmm. also like more realistic, like human beings that are in charge of these powers or like being like fulfilling the superhero role. But in Watchmen, it feels like it's written by somebody who likes superhero stuff. So ultimately like kind of the moral dilemmas they're going through are still like very tied to the same types of storylines that are in superhero comics. Watchmen very much strikes me as somebody who like as written by someone who like wants to be a superhero and views it as just like being a celebrity, you know, where it's like, yeah, and your life is so hard and dramatic and you have so many <laughs> important decisions to make and struggles to overcome. Whereas the the creator of The Boys is just like, dude, all cops are fucking bad and we should just <laughs> kick them in, in the nards. Fuck them, you know? yeah. Like, like, fuck them, yeah. Corporate people are shit. Abolish sh- police, abolish superheroes. <laughs> they like, shouldn't be that. in charge of anything. All they're going to do is rip money out of your hand to a bunch of asshole psycho losers who suck and are awful. <laughs> if, <laughs> like, if, if anything, the boys is like very relevant right now because it's like like yeah. anti-police and anti-capitalism. So and it's, it's, it's yeah. one of the first things I noticed when we were re-watching it is like last time I watched it, when I feel like I was a little bit more naive on these subjects, I was like, oh, you know, this is a super cool, like, dystopian look at this one concept. Like, oh, no, this is just what's happening right yeah. now. It's it's just an eerily hyper-realistic mirror that you're showing on the world in certain cases. I will I will put a little disclaimer in here that the first time... I have since rewatched The Boys recently mm-hmm. in its entirety, but the first time that I watched The Boys, I was maybe some of like top five most hungover I've ever been. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure it was after Brian and Taylor's like housewarming party last Where year. Ev- no one remembers anything yes. from that party. Yeah. Yes. So, and, and I spent <laughs> most of the whole entire watching of it, which Jorge did in fact watch all in one day in one sitting. Nice. Like, periodically, it's only eight episodes. Yeah. yeah. Periodically throwing up and sleeping. So to be, to be clear, it's only eight <laughs> episodes, but they're each like a full hour. Yeah, it does mean I sat on the couch watching TV for a full eight hours. It was my job. And did a hard day of work. One one shift of labor. (laughs) Yeah. I was just normal hungover. Shannon was alternating between watching it, sleeping, or throwing her guts up. 
It was very bad. I was also dog sitting, well, so I yeah. was like, mm, "This is an added bonus of fun." A, I to to pull back on one other thing. Oh, I will just say my other thing is well, throwing up during this show wouldn't be that much of a surprise if you were sober either, because it is fucking disgusting at certain points. Yeah, just very. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of moments where you're like, oh 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 no oh no oh no. I thought they were gonna point the camera away when they did that, and then they didn't do it, and oh god, okay. Ah. There there's some where they cut away and then they cut back, so they lull you into a false sense of security. Oh, I know exactly like, what scene you're talking about. It's you're talking about good, the good, very good. first bad one. He's talking. That- you're talking about the deep, right? Oh, yeah, no, I was thinking of the one with Yeah, the, that one you're hand. you're pretty mm. correct with that one as well. It's 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 a similar thing, but I was talking about the So how oh. how spoilery are we getting? Like are we just discussing I'm everything? Full... We just going for it? Yeah, so let, let right now we'll tell you we're doing we're doing season 1. We're going to fully talk about it with full spoiler, spoilers. Yes. So stop right now if you haven't watched it. It's very good. Pause uh, this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean in general it's just it's I don't think the spoilers matter as much. As in other shows, like it is very character driven. I feel like, but it's still, like, go, go there's a couple of spoilers that we would that yeah we're gonna warn anyway. Totally. But otherwise, it's fine. Yeah, like otherwise yeah. It's but okay. I think yeah, we're good to spoil. And then season two, when we do that episode, probably will will be well, not too long after that episode comes out. The, the final episode of that season comes out, so that's another one we'll want to be. We'll want to be quick on watching it before exactly listening to us. <laughs> yeah, so catch the fuck up right yeah. now. Now's now's been a full year, so pause it right now. Get your shit together. And now you're back. Grab some popcorn. <laughs> and now you're back. And now you're back. Oh. Just like A-Train. Oh, that quick. God, that was quick. Oh. That was <laughs> so this show, the the benefit of this, and I think the story in the, the comic starts relatively here as well. We are immediately met with uh, Huey or Hugh Campbell. We who, Huey. We Huey is what he is mostly called in the comics and occasionally called in the show. Um, I, I think it's only Frenchie that like, yeah, I calls him that in <laughs> French, right? <laughs> that makes sense to me. Yeah. Petit Huey. Um, the I actually want to talk about this because I I rewatched the very first scene like right before, um, we got on the call the the podcast, and I love it so much because it is, it's not like the best writing known to man, but no. it is a cutesy little setup. Of a sh- of a of a story that you could totally believe is going to go the normal route. Like he's talking right. to his girlfriend. He's trying to he. You can like they set up the whole. He's you know scared and he's not willing to you know stand up for what he wants or what he gets thinks he deserves because he's got this whole thing with his boss. But like there's all this stuff and they're doing this exposition and it's like oh they might move in together and they're gonna do this thing and it's great. And then they're they're standing at the curb and Huey is on the sidewalk and his girlfriend Robin is on the other side of the, she's, she's a step off the curb. She's like half off the curb and he's just talking and saying something super banal and boring and whatever. And then she disappears. <laughs> yeah. The last thing he was, he says something like, don't you dare insult, like besmir- oh, besmirch the name Just, of Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yes, yeah. And then she- <laughs> it pans out, and she is gone. And then she it is- pans like farther out, and there's just like a puddle of blood oh. hanging midair. And then it pans like to his face, and then down, and he's holding her hands, 
and they are not attached to anything. Yeah, it's because just she is hands. gone and she is a pile of blood. She, oh my god, and uh, you. I feel like they're selective about how realistic they're going to be with things sometimes. But <laughs> that's one of, that's one of the realistic. times where I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like yeah. that. Cause the, sure. The, her exploding into blood realistic. Yeah. yeah. Him still holding the hands that Is neatly got detached. Makes no sense. Yeah. But I'm, that's fair. I'm down for it. Dude, Beca- it's hilarious. It, and it's because a train, the super fast guy ran through her. Just, you know, the flash. Basically. You know, yeah. You guys, okay, guys should have yeah. watched it already, but you know, just going to, so oh, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's the thing I want to bring up. I guess we can do it now, um, as we are about to get introduced to the seven proper. The seven are the Justice League. They just straight up are. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no worry if this is a Marvel or DC. This is a DC. Fuck you for the seven. There's other yeah. teams and there's other groups of heroes in the comics who are fuck yous to Marvel and DC and other comics. But the seven are straight up the Justice League. <laughs> like, they can go fuck themselves and die because they're awful. <laughs> On that note, uh, kind of a fun one. So, obviously, Black Noir is Batman. Yeah. Within the yeah. seven. They actually have... never thought about that. I feel so dumb now. Right? Well, see, it's, they actually... Yeah. In the comic books, and they mention him in the show, Only they only mention him, there's yeah. actually one character that is more so Batman, which is Tech Knight. Who literally? Really? Yeah, he's he's human, and he just wears like techno body armor suits to make him powerful, like Batman. And he has he like is rich, and he has a ward like Robin. Oh like, wow! He has like a, like a lineup of sidekicks who you know it's like when one evolves into another superhero, he gets the next. He one, grab, you know? grabs another one and pulls them up on deck. Yeah, he gets he has like a this spoilers for the comic, but he ends up having like a tumor, and that's why he's trying to like fuck inanimate objects, and then he oh, ends up. Oh my. God. He ends up like believing he saves the world by fucking the moon or some <laughs> shit. Like, but it's like his his brain has just gone to jelly or something. I don't. Wait, so so let's let's do this. Let's go oh, through the yes. through the Justice League and the Seven. Well, let's see. Got... So Brian and I definitely know who is who. Can you? Can you? Do you yeah, want? You, I'll, you I'll give start. your best guesses. Okay, yeah, you yeah. give your best okay, guesses. Okay, so we got uh we got Homelander is Superman. Yes. We got uh we got uh I'm going to forget all the names of the I give you the the names of the seven. Yeah. Uh Queen and Maeve. Go. Queen Maeve is Wonder Woman. Yes. Like down to the outfit. Yes. yes. Uh the Deep. The Deep is Aquaman. <laughs> yep. Here's a, here's a toughie. No Lamplighter. Lamplighter is Ooh, who's in the Justice Who's in the Justice No, see so you can't see you now can't now then you just line them up. You're saying wh- who what's his name? Lamplighter. Lamplighter. Uh, Lamplighter. So all Just I ever think boys. about when I hear Lamplighter is uh, the coffee the, company yeah, in Richmond. <laughs> so, <laughs> shout out to Lamplighter, I guess. Yeah, um, shout out to Lamplighter. Pretty sure it's Green Lantern. It is Green Lantern. Yes, yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seems like a fairly yeah. fairly obvious ripoff. Well, I, I feel like Green Lantern is not as well known as the others. Mm-hmm. Um, He's only got that, that one bad Ryan Reynolds movie, so. Yeah. It's hard to say. No, uh, I used A-trium. to watch the car. I used to watch yeah. the, the yeah. cartoon. So we said Atrium's the Flash. Uh, I didn't say that, but I get yeah. We, obviously, we, obviously. We, I yeah. have it on recording we, that we yeah, literally I have said. It on recording who, that who we, we said. It. Uh, no, she's a replacement Starlight? for Lamplighter. Yeah, yeah, that's why she comes in. Uh, translucent. Translucent. This who one's is... this one's a little. Yeah. Well, that one's different because he's not oh, actually in right. the comics. The this is actually. Um, I always forget. It's I always... the it's the Mar- the Jupiter. It's the a- alien person. Yeah, yeah. There's an alien person, in and they the are supposed right. to be Martian Manhunter, who yeah. is don't, don't so don't worry about that one. You're fine. I forget okay. what his I was name like, is. Is that a part? But... Yes. 
Cool. It's like jumping Jupiter. Yeah. Jumping Jupiter, Brian. You better figure <laughs> out what it was. That might actually Mars be it. <laughs> um, but word i that did not realize that, that of, yeah. parallel was there that's pretty that's pretty sick yeah so that's, that's why translucence kind of stands out because he's not in the comics so he doesn't he doesn't have like a direct parallel like the others do yeah which is cool so how how do you how do you want to do this do you want to like go through like uh chronologically um i it might just be a little different highlights i so one thing that i kept thinking about was what i really liked from the show is that every one of those superheroes is not just directly evil in the same way mm-hmm. they're all corrupt in different ways right yeah. like it, yeah like it's just like it is just how celebrity like in large part how celebrity and power fucks up people in different ways um so homelander's like not even full psychopath because things do bother like he he does have He's, like a lot of emotion yes in specific ways he just does not have empathy for people they yeah just, he's emotionally stunted he's I'll the put it clo- that way yeah he's the closest one to like this is an actual psychotic superhero yeah. right like because he, he has the most power he doesn't he doesn't have like a situation that normal humans do normally He's the scariest motherfucker in the whole show dude yeah because like not even just I mean, like, laser vision aside, because honestly, <laughs> laser vision, period. Like, yeah. but combined with, like, flying, like, they they do such a good job of showing you, like, the physical damage that he can wreck. And then mm-hmm. also, like, just how fucking terrifying he is. Because I know even, like, like toward the end, there's, like, a, you know, a moment where he, like, finds some things out. And I'm like, oh, so he's going to be, like, sad. And then he's just like, oh, I already knew that. And you know what's going to happen is I'm just going to murder whatever doesn't agree with, like, how I yeah. feel about things. Like, like oh, oh, kill no. You. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to cut out any piece of emotional leverage that you have over me, and now I'm oh. completely unstoppable. Because uh, oh, the, the other thing with him is not just that he has ultimate power, because, I mean, that's still, like, just like in the, the comic books, you know, you can find something to get around just power. But, like, he also has the... A vision like he can look through everything X-ray. and he has a supersonic hearing. hearing yeah yeah so it's it's particularly for me when he's looking for translucent and they're downstairs and they're like homelanders here it does not matter that we're in the middle of a yeah. urban like a full urban environment you know he yeah. can just he'll find you us see him like flying so fast yeah, yeah. like because they keep hearing the sonic boom yeah. overhead and it's because he is going across like the city searching immediately translate it's like they're the 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 real perform like there's a good performance aspect of there to just show how much difference there is between homelander especially but really any soup and a normal person like they play all they always play that like it is a fucking nightmare to be on the radar of any superhero <laughs> yeah uh there's in particular there's one thing that the the way that the actor plays it that I really like is if you look at Homelander when he's at the Christmas party where he's talking to Butcher and his wife, the way that he talks to them and is nice and does not give off, like, I feel like in other shows or other actors might have, like, given you, like, a hint of the sinister. Right? Yeah, I feel like he nothing. just totally played it straight. Yeah. I'm just a nice guy. You have nothing to worry about. Uh, and yet, you know, he has all those. Th- and that, to me, they they do a lot of 
it's like callbacks to real life. It's just like people can seem totally fine and nice. Yeah. Not everybody just is immediately obviously a monster, right? Exactly. It's not sometimes not until you like peek behind the curtain and you're the, like, oh, that dude. The real talent there is there are also moments where he does the fake niceties that is meant to imply terror. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's not that we're noticing it going, oh my God, it's like, he wants you to notice that I'm smiling and nice, but I'll rip your hand off during this handshake if you don't say yes to what I want you to. Like, Dude, there's one, yeah. He fully, to me, Homelander is just like the ultimate terrifying cop. Like, Dude, yeah. Yeah. the laser vision yes. is like, a you know, a, any weapon that can kill you at any moment, like legally. Because that's how he uses it it's the, in the ultimate show, too, weapon. is he's like... He uses it oh, so flagrantly. Yeah, I could, I could easily stop these people without killing them, <laughs> and yet I'm going to Dude, horrifically murder people. It's not even... My favorite part of that is, like... And again, it shows the whole different thing. Of like, Superman mostly, like, grabs people. Honestly, like, he mostly <laughs> flies people, and he, and he mostly just holds he them just in like, place. And he's like, stop you. moving. He's like, stop moving, and they're like, okay, Superman, I will. And sometimes usually just to break stuff like that's you know important he'll use his laser vision and i'll also put it this way most of the evil superman stories have him flagrantly overusing his laser vision at the slightest Mm -hmm. inconvenience including lobotomizing people to make his yeah like it's horrible um, yeah, I, got, I gotta read is, one of those evil Superman stories. It Homelander cool. is that end of Superman, obviously. But yeah. my favorite part is he is he is a shit fighter. Like he can't fight. He cannot. He cannot punch no, and kick. No, but he in has. A he way. has all the other advantages. Like <laughs> yeah. he has. Like it's like all oh, you don't does. want me to hear something? Cool, yeah. I can hear it. I, hear I can it. see you. I can find you. I can fly. Yeah. You. You want to go high in the air? Cool, I can fly. Exactly. I'll be there in one second. No big exactly. deal. And then but I'll like, just laser yeah. you. Yeah, and it's but, like. But, but nobody asked you to, oh, <laughs> man, dude, He's so flagrant with it. Just think, like, he lasers every problem he has is, so, it's why I say he's an emotionally stunted person. Like, he's yeah. like a child in a lot of ways because he just uses the simplest answer to get what he wants, even if it makes things vastly more complicated later, yeah. especially including that plane scene. But like I'll he get just to that in a second. all he does is laser. There's a whole sequence where he's going in to fight these terrorists, and you get one shot from the outside from the American soldiers POV, and it's just red lighting up the room periodically as people are screaming for help so because he's just he's not like breaking a gun or anything. He's just lasering people in half. It's so fucked. That's they're he... playing rock the cast. They're playing he's rock the calmly cast. walking down the stairs with his eyes glowing <laughs> red. That that scene is like so fucking terrifying because yeah. it just makes me think about like what war is really like and what it's like yeah. to like hold a weapon that has that like capability, you know, because you watch mm-hmm. that and you're just like, oh, people are being torn asunder left and right. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> there's a there's a like, point where a guy is cut in half. And he's crawling away, like whimpering and crying, and Homelander just fucking lasers him again. And it's like, oh my God. Melts <laughs> like, him into a pile of goo. Jesus yeah, Christ. Because I, I feel like other superheroes in the show are like, you know, rep- they're just representing themselves. It's like a corrupt person. Like, this is like what this character personality looks like corrupt. But Homelander, in addition to, like, a lot of him is yeah. representing like larger ideas about. 
like cops yes. and to yeah. me also hyper hyper masculinity yeah dude we yeah. should have ended with homelander because he is just like the <laughs> most complicated like well we can come back to him i was gonna yeah. say if we want to come let's, back let's we come can back. Yeah. i want to talk about the plane scene though yeah that okay. can be since, we, since we just passed me. by that just because okay. uh yeah there first of all i mean obviously the plane scene is fucking crazy because it's the <sighs> i really like that particularly it's, in the show queen mave is like wants to stay by and help but she also doesn't stay and help you know because all cops are bastards right that's like the kind of the idea right like you didn't do it directly yourself but you kind of did it's i there again it's it's it it, i agree with that it is she's stuck with that it becomes preservation versus because it's it's that whole well if we want to talk about the scene um i'll describe it a little bit and we can get Mm -hmm. this can give a little more information so you can decide or we can talk about it more so basically they get a call uh madeline stillwell who is played by elizabeth shue who from hamlet 2 from hamlet 2 more importantly she was ally in karate kid (laughs) i know she is ralph macchio's girlfriend (laughs) in the original karate kid i realize that she's not known not connect that at all jorge was like that's elizabeth shue and i was like cool that means cool great to me (laughs) She also replaced the actress who was Marty McFly's girlfriend in Back to the Future 2 and 3. Oh. Did not realize it was a different mm-hmm. person. Oh, come on, dude. I come, what do you want from me? You know, people you know. Thought, that's right. You have, you, you're face blind when it comes face to actors. You have no idea who they are. <laughs> um, okay. So they get the call. They get a heads up on a uh, terrorist attack that is happening. A plane hijacking that is happening over uh, international waters coming into the U.S. from, I think, somewhere else. And they she sends well, Homelander and Queen Maeve. Sorry, if they're sorry, coming not, into the U.S., it has to be from somewhere from so, else. I know. You can't Look, come man, into the U.S. from I, what I said Chill was out, bro. What I said was technically correct, yeah. the best kind of correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so they're coming in from somewhere else, and <laughs> they go. So they're like, oh, this is our chance to prove, because all they've wanted to do, the whole goal of Elizabeth Shue and Vought Industries, which is this giant conglomerate that I might as well just say Amazon at this point, but this mm-hmm. giant conglomerate that owns like the licensing and the likenesses of all these superheroes. And they they loan them out to cities. They star in movies. They have a whole corporate structure and enterprise around these superheroes. I see it's because like, of that, I feel like they're probably closer to Disney, but it's funny. They are that closer you, to Disney, but you say Amazon since Amazon literally paid that's for the show to get what made. I'm saying. That's it's like it's like yeah. if Amazon and Disney had a baby and that Fused baby was Marvel, but also with all Google the people who were actors in <laughs> with Marvel Google, were yeah. superheroes in real life. Basically uh fuse all of the fang stocks together and you've got Vought Industries. They are basically every big company you can think of together. Um, they go, so they send Homelander and Queen Maeve to the plane to save the plane to prove that they can do this and it's fine. They, and it goes, it actually goes well for a while. They pull out the door, everyone's in their seat so it's okay, and o- the, one of the terrorists flies out. Homelander grabs one and breaks his neck in front of all these people. <laughs> and it's Horrible. like, oh, okay. Uh, but everyone's happy because it's a terrorist and they're going to live, so they're like, it's fine. But Queen Maeve, like, checks on the cockpit, and they realize that there is someone else. There's another terrorist in there. And so they open the door, and Homelander them confront him. And instead of, like, doing anything, Homelander is doing, like, the platitudes of, like, hey, pal, why don't we hold? He's like, hold on there a second. And the terrorist just goes, fuck it. And he 
kill he shoots the the, the pilot. pilot and then Homelander just sends a giant Neil. laser all the way across cutting him in half Neil. and you can very clearly see it destroying all of the machinery at the front of the cockpit and Queen and- Maeve is immediately like autopilot right and he just yeah. looks at the console and he's like and you're I don't like know. Yeah, he looks at it like somebody he he found somebody didn't put the pickles on his hamburger. He's like, oh god, I can't. Uh, whatever, I don't know what this. And basically, Queen Maeve just starts thinking of any possible rescue scenario, like alternative to just flying the plane down because it's still crashing at this point. And Homelander is just like shooting them down left and right, both with real physics and with just no, like just straight up saying no. And because she's like, why don't you like, you know, f- grab under the plane and lift it to save? And he's like, the Superman. Like, oh like, no, I'll just go through the he's plane. Like, I can't grab possibly it do with that. With what? There's no ground to stand on. Like, I can't do it. She's like, why don't you? Okay, fly into it and bump into it. And he's like, I'm either gonna rip through the plane or it's not gonna be enough, and I'm gonna bounce off of it. Like, it's not gonna work. And then finally, she's just like, okay, fucking fine, because only he can fly. She cannot yeah. fly in the show. And I don't know if she can fly in the book, but she definitely cannot fly in the show. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, fine, two at a time, just rescue as many people as you can. Just raw, let's get number, fly down, come back up, fly back. And he's like 128, you know, like 200 trips up and down from this thing. You're out of your mind. And what are we going to do? Have all those people say that we could only save 30 of them? Like, no. And then she's like, she's like, fuck, he's just going to leave. And so in her last act of desperation, there's a little girl and a mom who were talking to them and was very kind and was like, Homelander, you're going to save us, right? And he's like, of course I am, as he walks away to start leaving. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the cabin is getting very restless. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, hey, everybody, stay back. Stay cool. Stay back. And then she brings like, Totally going to help. She, she brings the kid and the mom forward. She's like, fine, just these two. Like, she's, she is compromising super hard at this point because she just wants anybody to survive this. And he's like, why? So they can tell everyone what happened? He's like, no, we're not taking them. And meanwhile, the cabin at this point is, like, standing up because they're at the door. They're at the emergency exit. They're going to leave. And they're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And Homelander just goes, stay the fuck back or I'll laser every one of you. And it's like, it's oh, glowing red no. eyes, too. Yeah. Oh, so they end up, so Queen Maeve is just like, shit. And they're like, Queen Maeve, you save us, right? And she's like, nope. I, got, I gotta go. My ride's here. And they just let the plane crash. It's and so you can like, fucked. I mean, you can see that Maeve is like extremely troubled yeah. by this. Like the whole, like she yeah. is like. I have to find a solution. I'm going to figure out how to handle this. And meanwhile, Homelander the whole time is like, oh, I've already made it in my mind. Like, yeah. this went to shit. He's ready like, to go. We're bailing. Yeah. Like, we're going to just <laughs> pretend that we weren't a part of this at all. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that, I guess, is, like, reflective of her position in the show as a whole. Because she is like, I am a part of Vought. Like, the, I am a part of the Seven. And I am, like, doing, like, I'm a hero or whatever. And I'm just, like, doing what I can to, like, mm-hmm. be a good person and, like. See, I I take it differently because I I take it as her. She's already not doing the right thing. She doesn't tell anybody what's going on. She doesn't actually do anything to help Mm -hmm. anybody. She knows she's not helping anyone. So she like drinks basically. She has like Mm. she has guilt about it. So she She like drinks sold out. Yeah, and tries to like 
make herself into a psychopath as much as possible to try to deal with the guilt of the fact that she's not doing anything and being a bad person. You know? I, I forgot that she is just like hammered all the well, time to like in, deal in with. In the comics, it's, it's especially doing. clear that she is just, she's just very 100% drunk. of the time. <laughs> Which I, I also want to mention in the comics that that plane scene goes a little bit differently because it's the entire seven show up. When oh. Homelander leaves the plane, the crowd actually manages to to like surround him instead of him just threatening them off. Mm-hmm. So when he flies out of the plane, he just blasts through them all in a cloud of blood. Horrifying. Oh, he my God. also since he has other members of the seven with him and there's only two or three that can fly. Yeah. Uh before that that part on the plane, they do try to do the Superman lift it <laughs> and he busts straight through the plane. <laughs> Like he said he would in the show. And he's like, oh, well, I guess that's not going to work. And the two super other members of the seven that were hanging onto him are just the arms like dangling in the wind uh, as he's flying because oh. their bodies got ripped off of him when he blasted oh, through the plane. My God. Like they're they're a fucking mess. Like they whenever they try to help anybody like it's you see them instead of them just saying like they wouldn't be able to do this comic book shit you yeah. just watch them mess it up and like not know how to help people <laughs> since they're in a comic they go through with it and it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah I, I i just think it's great um the one thing i did want to say um with queen mave and this can also kind of transition to the next character um queen mave and starlight in the show have a lot of parallels like their stories are pretty intertwined at least in their effect on each other so queen mave is very disillusioned she is very cynical about being in the seven she just drinks and is very passive doesn't really do much like she broke up with homelander like they used to be dating and then they broke up so she's just like awkward with him because he's homelander and she's like uh like don't fucking talk to me and he's like i remember we used to bang we should do that again and he's like and she's like Shut the fuck. I don't fucking care. Get the fuck out. Like, ugh, whatever. How long is there between that and, like, the revelation of her, like, partner? In the show, there's, Mm -hmm. like... Not too long. An episode, maybe. It might even be the same episode that she goes over and talks about... She talks to her other ex, who is... She talks talks to her after the plane... The plane incident. Yeah, that's, that's why right. she goes that's to talk right. to her. She's, she's super. Yeah, because I feel drunk like, and she is like, yeah. That that kind of like blew my mind a little bit because I was like, like going off of like the relationship with Homelander, and you're like, oh, just like, yeah, like oh, my shitty ex boyfriend, just like trying to make things weird, and I'm just like gonna deal with it, and then you're like, oh, you have a lover, you yeah. have like a whole <laughs> secret identity yeah. that you can't reveal, and like this is just on another level, like. Uh, uh, like another level of like pretend and like lies that you have to like like hold up to exactly the world. yeah i hope they show more of that relationship because it might even be that like she never wanted to date him in the first place and the whole time it was like getting in and out of it was her trying to do it without mm-hmm. setting without off him a, literally the alarm nuclear... of like yeah yeah and to to kind of bring back with the uh comparisons to the justice league proper um and this is mostly mostly using the show and a couple of other things, but like her Wonder Woman's big relationships are a lot of the times, at least in the Justice League show, was with Batman, aka a normal guy. And her other big love interest is Steve Trevor, who is a normal guy. Like the who, the who's I'm Steve, I'm a Marvel boy. You're gonna Steve, have to, you're gonna Steve have to talk Trevor, down to me. Steve Trevor is the guy who finds he he 
uh, I believe it's in World War One. Uh. Uh, he finds Themyscira, and he brings Diana, Wonder Woman, to the normal world, away from their island of ever living Amazon sort of thing. And then she's like, "Cool, I'm gonna hang out on Earth because, or in America because <laughs> this is cool." Um, but she, the one, the one time I remember Wonder Woman dating Superman, it didn't go well and they weren't nice people <laughs> because of it. Like that, that power couple is always something that I think a lot of writers and people stay away from because it feels odd. And I just like that the boys has that same thing of like, mm-hmm. this isn't correct. Just cause you're two strong people doesn't mean you should be dating. Yeah. It's just not because you yeah. are a man and a woman and you are both the protagonist. Exactly. Protagonists, heavy quotation marks yeah. does not mean that you are the people who should be dating each other. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Which is exactly why Homelander thinks they should be dating. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause he's, like- he's just like the, the not thinking, like I said, super masculine, like, no, we're the most powerful people. We should obviously be dating. Nobody else exactly. can understand us. <laughs> and she's like, nobody else can understand you. <laughs> and he also uh, has that weird mommy thing, but we can come back to him. Well, so, oh, do you want, we, do you want to keep, all keep we'll going with, keep with, um, uh, with Queen Maeve? Do you have anything else on Queen Maeve? Um, I mean, yeah, the, the, the relationship was a little bit of a surprise just because, like, seeing... It's not that she's in a homosexual relationship. It's just that she's in a relationship with a normal person, really. Yeah. To me, is the thing, right? Who knows who she is? Do they yeah. imply that they met, like, like, have they, had, did they talk about it all, how they met or anything? I can't remember. They were. No, they say very little about no, it. No, they, they, it's obviously implied that they're exes, so mm. the relationship happened and has ended, but she, and she keeps coming back to her. It's unclear how long ago that was, like if it was between now and when she was dating Homelander or if it was before Homelander right. or like that situation we're unsure of. It's clear that it yeah. was serious and it's yes. clear that it was because of her involvement with the seven that they broke up. Yeah. And, and she, her I massive think, drinking too. <laughs> yeah. Well, she probably went too, too hard the way that I feel like she probably was more like Homelander in the past. Yeah. And the guilt has like eaten her raw, right? And She's so slowly now she just given up on... Yeah, I, I think she started out. out good and then tried to be a superhero and then probably the same way like when people get involved in, in something bad, you first try to not admit that it's bad and yes. try to pretend it's good. And so you probably tried to go along with Homelander is how I think about it in my head, yeah. right? It's, and then after, she, like that relationship ends, she probably dates Homelander after that. I'm going to guess that right now. Uh, and then once she finally fully accepts and realizes how bad everything is is only why she's even willing to admit it now that she sees starlight is starting to think about exactly even for a second going against homelander because right? well the, the big thing about that is she has two big conversations with starlight in the bathroom she has um their first conversation is after starlight is sexually assaulted because trigger warning on this show there is sexual assaults and it's not it's, it's very it's intense too very intense and it's yeah it's even worse in the comic but it's still jeez like so that the, the and that conversation is actually kind of the kick in the gut when you're down after the first trauma because queen mave is in her most cynical mode at this point because she's seen this road before and she understands how it goes and that this is how the boy, the seven operate. 
and she's basically like clean yourself up like what the fuck are you doing like this is you know welcome to the fucking big leagues like, like i've been through this myself yeah so like now you just have, have to, to fucking the same thing well it's yeah. just it's just like this is how it is fucking don't what are you fucking gonna do about it like which is just like ugh, i feel like yeah just so like that gross hazing culture yes that is not just like greek life but is like so many other things in our society where it's just like yeah no i went through it myself and i'm better so you yeah. must also go through it and you're just gonna be okay as well it's, or it's gonna make you better or like if i have to yeah. weather it then you have to weather it too rather than like let's improve things for each other actually let's have help each other out i actually have some uh psychology no- knowledge on this they uh Please. they've done experiments with the, the particular experiment was you tell people there's a sex club like at a school, not like a club where you have sex, but like a, it's going to be like a dirty chat, you know, talk about sex. It's a cool okay. club. Um, and you make them go through uh, a bunch of hoops to get in or you don't, you know, that's experiment. And mm. when you get in, it's, it's like a very, very boring, dry, like it's just very scientific. <laughs> you know, there's, no, there's nothing fun about the club. The people who jump, who have to jump through the hoops will report higher satisfaction with the club because mm. it's, it's, a little bit like what I was talking about before, you know, you don't want to admit that there's something wrong with something that you put up all this effort to get into. Yeah. It's why hazing with fraternities works for getting people to stay and forge those strong bonds because it's like same thing that they do with, with cults, you know, where you psychologically abuse people to, to like you, you slowly make them have to do more and more to get into this tight knit circle. Right. And then Mm -hmm. you you gain the psychological control over them. It's like, (laughs) It's to to oversimplify it and just show like the gross like like productness of it. It's like I spent a bunch of money on this bottle of wine. Like this bottle of wine was like seventy five dollars, and it tastes like shit. But I'm gonna tell everybody that it's good because I spent all this money on it. Yeah, you know, it's like I don't care how bad this cult ends up being that I'm in, but like I did a bunch of shit to get here, so I'm sure as hell gonna tell everybody that it's good and like make them also want to do it to make well, the, myself feel better. The interesting thing is the wine will actually taste better to yeah. you. Like it's not you're not you're not just hiding it. You know, it's like in your mind. Your you brain will tell you it'll receive and say this was good. You like this. Like, yeah. And I think I think for the most part, Starlight does not buy what no, not Dave is saying in this situation. No. She's because like she I mean, I think I think she definitely like puts it aside and is like, OK, going to save that one for later because that's definitely fucked up what happened to me. Like and I know it is and I'm not just going to let this person tell me that it's just a normal thing that happens. Mm-hmm. But it is still like compartmentalizing where it's like, cool, going to just put that away for now. Now yeah. I have other things to deal with. Yeah. And she doesn't, she doesn't like she her attitude toward I mean, she takes us like a, a moment to to kind of grieve over the event, but she very quickly takes like a particular, like the particular attitude that she has for the rest of the show. I don't want to say that it's a stronger yeah. attitude or anything, you know, but it like the way that she acts, it happens very quickly. It's after one conversation with Huey. Um, <laughs> I don't like to think that it's just thanks to Huey telling her that it's going to be okay. That you know, she, No, she was, this is the thing about Starlight is she is the only in these eight episodes, at least the only genuine soup that, at least in some way acts like a hero should or how we think right. one would honestly. Um, she, the, the whole, the whole parallel with her and Queen Maeve is that you start to see a little bit of her, you know, getting her soul chipped away at and, you know, selling out into this, starting to sell out of this corporate structure, but Maeve ends up pushing her 
She's like, no, be original. Be the stupid, annoying, goody two-shoes asshole that everyone hates slash everyone loves. And she's like, okay. Like, she gets a little encouragement there. But um, it's her being introduced into this, like, the world of, like, the major leagues of superheroes and how fucked up it is. Because she is from Iowa. She is the girl next door. She is, you know, nice and kind and religious <laughs> And good, like she is exactly that that she, poster child the, thing. Yeah, she's the person who spent her life wanting to be a cop because she grew up around cops that like she thinks helped her community. Yeah, and she's like, yeah, I can't wait to be just like them and like because I want to help the community. And, like, yeah, like I want to better. Yeah. And then she gets there and they're like, you're a woman. Yeah, and then everything goes to trash. Exactly. Her. Um, there, but she's still like, I want to help people. And now I'm in this position where I can help people, but how do I do it in this corrupt system? Exactly. That's actually exactly what she talks about. Um, and there, well, there's a payoff to that in that she <laughs> works outside that system briefly. <laughs> yeah, I think, and she, she very quickly is like, no, fuck this. I'm not yeah. doing Like, I'm not going to do the reality show. I'm not going to do assignments. I'm going to help people. I'm not going to be part of this, uh, and he, she didn't even accept that. She's like, no, I'm going to keep being a part of this or I'm going to tell everybody what the deep did. That was, oh, oh no. no, it's even better because at there's a, there's there, one of the episodes basically centers around a Christian event, like a youth event sort of thing with <laughs> featuring Ezekiel, who is a closeted Christian evangelical it's like, kid diddler, Mr. Fantastic. Like he's more plastic like man a, or elastic man, but is he? He's got I, stretchy okay. arms. No, but is he a kid diddler? It's well, no, he's, he's gay. He's, he's more gay. gay. I think there's. It's tough. I can't remember. Because Huey, he, sorry, there's, Huey there's, comes the first up to him. Scene, the first scene that you you're see right. him in, in the he show, he is just. He's, like he's just gay. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. I, as, I think the, the language that Huey uses is is very young centric. That's what I was getting at. But I think he's just gay. Yeah, it's it's hard for me to remember because pedophilia is rampant That's in the comic books. The thing, I'll also, I think I was going off of that where I'm like, it's just all that. Um, They're all diddlers. But yeah, so he's gay, and basically Huey blackmails him with. He says, I think he says, "You played my ass like jazz." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> a direct quote. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and he basically blackmails him to this information. But Starlight I is think, one of the headliners at this event. Shout out to Taylor. I'm pretty sure that made him laugh. <laughs> probably harder Taylor than anything Taylor else probably went oh yes they put my line in the show I'm so happy <laughs> I was I was trying to think of an analogy for what the this like religious fanfare is like mm-hmm. and my brain was like Lollapalooza and then it was like you don't really know what Lollapalooza is what's that other one called and then it was like Bonnaroo but instead of going to Bonnaroo I made a a quick uh, stop off at Bonanza so I was like Bonanza that's the name of a music festival right no <laughs> but it's like a religious Bonanza uh, you know it's, it's the, like it the, 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 the God centered Bonnaroo what's it called? it's like called like Believe Fest or something yeah it's right? something like it's that believe yeah. Fest, yeah. It's believe and it's fest. just like a bunch of religious speakers like pumping everybody yeah. up and Starlight is like like the head I guess she, I mean, Ezekiel's like the headliner, but she's like kind of the like the her finale. And Homelander, she's like the keynote speaker. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Her and Homelander are like two big speakers of that. And Homelander, both of them go off script, and it's in different ways, and it's obviously self. Homelander, think about that. Yeah. Homelander is supposed to tell a moderating kind of like middle of the road normal speech that Vought pre-approved eight times over, 
And he's like, why would I do that? <laughs> like, we should be telling them this, this, and that. And he goes off script and he's basically, he's basically like, God wants me to kill all of the terrorists by being in the military. God would not have made me this powerful and he, if he didn't make me to kill terrorists. And then he straight up Jesus poses and floats over the crowd. Like he's just- I think that seems incredibly impactful. It's yeah. so crazy. Um, and Starlight is supposed to give the abstinence only- don't you all like the traditional like, I'm just a little Christian traditional little values yeah. in quotes that are are taught on that thing and she basically just goes anybody who tells you they know what they're doing is fucking selling you something they're full of shit they don't know what's going on the world fucking sucks and is confusing and you got to figure it out but you can and then she says the guy who stuck his dick in my face isn't gonna like bubble. She basically admits that she was sexually assaulted live on television and everything. And everyone's like, Oh my fucking God, what are you talking about? And that's what she uses as leverage because they're like, you're going to do the reality show. You're going to do products. She's like, I'm not going to do any of that because if you fire an employee after they revealed they were sexually assaulted at work, I feel like that's going to do a number on your stock prices. And it's just, they're like, fuck, you're right. Elizabeth Shue does a great job with that. She doesn't stop smiling at her for one moment. Like she (laughs) she starts using different, like different length. She's still being intimidating, but she, Starlight has won that conversation, but she doesn't stop smiling and being like, you bitch. (laughs) So that, that's a perfect segue into the deep, right? Yes. Well, the last thing I want to mention about that is, There, there are a few times where something impacts me, like when when Homelander floats with the Jesus Christ arms. Uh, there's a smaller one is Ezekiel when Wee Huey is threatening him. We're we're used to thinking Homelander is like the the, the absolute living nightmare. Mm-hmm. All these other superheroes are kind of punks because we're like along yeah. with them when they've killed uh, Translucent. That's at also this point. another Garth Ennis transfer over because this happens in preacher and it happens in the boys a lot is he alan moore who did Watchmen, yeah while he is very cynical and hates superheroes like i know you guys were talking about Watchmen of like like <laughs> no alan moore yeah. hates superheroes he fundamentally is like they're stupid and dumb and i fucking hate them and they're for I dumb know. children who suck and it's like <laughs> why did you write so many superheroes then he's like whatever but um but he still makes them like you know, Rorschach is an effective superhero, even though yep. he's a sadistic sociopath with no moral compass. And Dr. Manhattan can affect, is a genius, even though he doesn't care about the world and we're, doesn't understand. Sorry, we're going to have to do a Yeah, a, we'll do a whole Watchmen, Watchmen episode, episode too. Yeah. We're, but the point being is he makes, while he makes negative characters, they are good at their jobs. This, like, Garth Ennis loves to make people suck at what they do in every <laughs> sense of the word. To the point that there is someone, there is a Captain America ripoff who is going to be in the show played by Jensen Ackles, a.k.a. Oh? Star-Spangled Boy. Yes. Who, who, who his oh, most... Sorry, I didn't... I, I forgot didn't... that he's going to be in yeah. the... In the oh. Is it Star-Spangled Boy? That's... Pretty, it's pretty something like that. It might be... Like, it no, it's definitely something like... Or it's like or Bugle it Boy or... Like am I when I watch season two, am I gonna get to be able to see Jensen Ackles? That's I didn't. So I know who you're talking about. I know yes. him from the comics. Let me, I did not know that Jensen Ackles was gonna play him, and I'm so, yes. so excited. Jensen Ackles is going to play him. Also, Lamplighter is 
coming to the <gasps> show. Do I? Um, so I know I have the the deets on Lamplighter from the comics. Yes. Comic book. Should I reveal those or would you, do you rather? Wanna, do you want to save them to the end? Or Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. That's Sorry, what it is. Thank you. I'll I'll give all the all the possible comic book spoilers I have at the end then. Okay. I was gonna say, or do you want to wait and see if you're right during season two? But <laughs> that's a good point, actually. I don't yeah. know. Uh, um, yeah. But what I want to say about Ezekiel is when Huey is threatening him, and you're like, "Oh yeah, dude, Huey's got this." Yeah. This guy's like already scared because he's talking about the men, and then all of a sudden, his hand reaches across the entire tent so quickly around Huey's throat, and you're like, "Oh yeah, dude, he's just a boy," and yeah. these people are still superheroes <laughs> even when they're not Homelander. Like, they're suits. That is- that is the one craziest difference for me, like having not read the comics, having just heard Jorge's explanation of them, is that in the comics, the boys are like, we soup up, like we got, we're, we're mad strong, we can like go so, toe to toe with these heroes. The, uh, the, the, the drug that's in the show, mm-hmm. it's in the comic books as well, but the, you can, there's a special one where you can take it once and get like normal basic superpowers basically. So the boys can all... Like so beat, beat up superheroes on a on in hand to hand combat, like all the lower level ones, they can beat them no problem. So they're going around punishing superheroes, they literally like, they, spanking them for so they so fight so them and spank them. Yeah, yeah. So they can't beat comics, Homelander, but so in the comics, they're like literally like fist fighting with mm-hmm. superheroes, and in the show, it's like <laughs> I feel like the stakes are way higher yeah. because you're like. Dude, you step one fucking yeah. toe out of line, and all they have to do is like look at you wrong. And exactly, dead. that's it. Which they, yeah, which all of them flex multiple. That like yeah. Yeah, like A Train, who we will get to later. Like that's Matt yeah, that's where you're bringing me Huey. right now. Yeah, <laughs> like because yeah. like woo. the yeah, we can just talk about it now. The, sure. There's the scene with A Train. I mean, like there's there's a few pieces of setup to it, right? Because they have kind of because A Train's the one who kills. Huey's girlfriend. Robin. Robin, Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. And then Huey and the boys managed to get the... What's the fucking drug called? Compound V. Compound V. Like Vought. Yeah. They managed to get it by extorting A-Train's girlfriend, Popclaw. (laughs) Secret girlfriend, Popclaw. Yes. And so they make her work for them, but the seven find out about the Popclaw part of it, and they make A-Train kill Popclaw. (sighs) And so... And A-Train is blaming, once, once more is found out, he blames them for getting Popclaw killed, even though literally they made A-Train kill her, so yeah. he's directly like, the one that did. killed her. <laughs> but it's the scene says. in Huey's dad's apartment where A-Train shows up, and there's that situation where it's him, him, Huey, Huey's dad, A-Train, and a-Train could kill both of them before they could do before they could blink. In basically. a like, second. Like yeah. literally, Huey walks into the into the apartment and his dad is like, hello. He's he's A-Train, he's acting kind of crazy right now. Like he's pretty jumpy. He's not and in the Huey's room. Huey's like, wow. And then he like looks and A-Train is there. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> how did you not? But it's crazy because the whole conversation that they have, A-Train is clearly like completely fucked up by what he had to do mm-hmm. like he's like i had to fucking kill my girlfriend this is completely fucked instead of dealing with anything myself i'm blaming you guys <laughs> but also i am at fault because this sucks Two so thi- it's just like oh it's just it's so tense because you have no idea what he's going to do it exactly second. and they have they do such a good fucking job yeah, of not- just making you be like i don't know is he gonna 
just like swipe at Huey and immediately kill him. Like, because it's not not only do you need to have full and complete leverage over A Train, you need to make sure that he knows it before he explodes both of you in a cloud of blood. (laughs) Which Huey does kind of do a good job of, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if if A Train hadn't played a little bit for, he had there's some reason he couldn't kill them right off the bat. But there's two things about that about A Train in that scene in particular. One. That's the first time I hear it. I'm sure it's it's present before. It's the first time I hear that there's a train noise yeah. whenever he runs in and out real fast. Yes. <laughs> and I think it's so cool, like the the juxtaposition of that being like a like a that's more of a classic comic book thing, you know, like, oh, he makes a train noise whenever he runs. Yeah. That's why they call him A Train, you know. <laughs> but that compared to he's there to yeah. murder a basically an innocent boy and his father. Yeah. The sound gets made when he crashes through girlfriend at the beginning when he's doing his race when he anything he's doing when he runs over to kill his secret girlfriend it makes the note like it's this very you know golden age of comics yeah. thing in this horrid situation <laughs> where you're but like the, uh, can i laugh or is this awful <laughs> i just i just thought it was so cool yeah. it's like it's because it's a very like corny thing exactly being made so cool by because the because it's so dangerous yeah uh, but what I liked about A Train was that he's not like the others in the same exact mm-hmm. way. Like he right. is, he is bad because he has stopped to care about people, about other people that are outside of his immediate circle, and he cares more about his own power and influence than he does about even the people within his circle. Yeah, but he's still not like psychopathic. He's not. He's not malicious about it in the same way that others are he is just he, he's, he's just a corrupt bad person he's just yeah. arrogant and obsessive he, selfish he, he has no, to I be the like best that's what that's on, his thing yeah on yeah. the one to seven scale of the seven <laughs> one being homelander and seven being I'd so far s- black noir yeah <laughs> yeah well i was i was like black noir's gonna, literally not done anything to anyone i was like show. maybe starlight like, oh, Starlight would technically in in real life yeah. it would be if, Starlight. If including the set, it it'd probably be Starlight and then Queen Maeve and then Black Starlight Noir. Starlight Maeve Noir. Well, Noir is tough because he is essentially neutral. Sorry, where were you going to put A Train on the scale? Uh, I, was I just realized say, that's what we were doing. Like Larry, <laughs> like he's he's only like a, I would say like a three, like a like a four. Like, yeah, like three, four, like, you know, he's like in the middle of like, just because he's not like amongst very psycho- bad people. Yeah, exactly. He's not like, like Homelander bad, but he's also not like actively trying to do anything good. Like, he's just like, I'm famous. I talk to my fans because it's my job. I do what they tell me to do. And I want to be fast. I'm just because I want to be the best person ever. Like he is like, I'm mm-hmm. an athlete. I am I am an Olympic athlete. I want to win the Olympics. I don't give a shit if I'm like setting a good role model for children. I just want to do I'm, this thing to be the best. I'm supposed to win, so I have yeah. to be the fat. Like he lives on that razor's edge of being this top that he starts taking compound V to boost his Which thing because he starts to slow down and instead of accepting that he is he might not be the fastest anymore. He is like, I am going to keep being the fastest no matter what it does to anyone else in my yeah. life. Like, That's why I really like seeing more. They show more of his backstory than a lot of the other ones because he has his brother mm-hmm. present for it. And like you see, you can clearly see that it was some idea of like he's with his family and has trained like very hard. Yeah. Uh, and I, th- I think they mentioned they come from poverty, right? 
Yes, he got it. Like, he ran his way out of the ghetto, basically, and into stardom, into the seven. Like, that's the whole story, yeah. Yeah, so that that's it's just one of those things where it's like, that that looks more like a normal bad person with superpowers, right? That's yeah. like a corrupt celebrity with superpowers. And this is this is what I like about the boys because they they portray everyone in the seven as like a different type of famous person, basically. Mm-hmm. So you know, Homelander is like like the the like the police officer basically and and Starlight is like the the ROTC per- that's like what I'm saying or like the you know like the community watch like the that kind of and then uh and A train is like the like this the this uh, the athlete like the Olympic athlete and yeah. that is like exactly where his priorities lie yeah. and it's like yeah I'm going to destroy my body to get there like there there's a point where they're like you have to eat like two thousand like he's chugging this beverage and he's like Before gagging a race. You have to and eat yeah. three thousand like, calories an hour or, or you'll yeah. die. Yeah. Like or your body will burn itself up. Like and it's like whoa, mm-hmm. hey, whoa. And it's like I don't know, it's 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 really interesting that they juxtapose like the sacrifices with like the oh, but he's a terrible fucking person. Yeah. And he's like he's like basically doing the equivalent of steroids, but way crazier and way worse for him. Exactly. And being like no, I absolutely deserve to win, even though I'm doing all of this. Like, yeah. I'm doing it because I deserve to win in the first place. <laughs> Just like uh, another one of, like like you were saying, different types of, like, powerful or celebrity people is Translucent wants to be more of the business person. I mean, he, he's like a private pervert, and he cares way yeah. more about, like, he's, you, he's see, like you always see Hugh it in Hefner. the one he's scene. He's like when... the Hugh Hefner of the... <laughs> uh, I don't know if I put him at Hugh Hefner. He, we don't get very many scenes with him, Correct. but one, the one that he has with the seven is him penny pinching because people are pirating his movies. Exactly. He has like the glasses on and he's invisible yeah. and you can see that's what he cares <laughs> yeah. about is his money. And like, yeah, he, he does. Oh, he does still have like the, the big head about. He's a little a bit like but. the deep is he's in the, the comics. If I understand, he's a little more serious and kind he's of like the, the Jeffrey Epstein that. of the seven. <laughs> Like, he's, like, the rich dude who's, like, I don't really care about being super famous, but I'm going to have a bunch of fucking money, and I'm going to do whatever I fucking want to. God, the, you know? Thing, ki- I, kind of, yeah. Honestly, kind of, Jeffrey yeah. Epstein could, could be any or in of his own s- special place say, in the seven. Like, he would yeah. be in charge of the seven. He'd have to make seven. it the eight, dude. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, the, the, it the would perv be the scary eight. one. Yes. The one whose who's exclusive role is to be, like, the, the rich perv. He basically. is kind of... He is more of the executive type in that he doesn't again his power doesn't put him in the limelight in the spotlight in front of the things he can slip out and do what he wants in the shadows and they give him the the pervert thing of kind of what being the voyeur and kind of watching people because it's the natural it's kind of the natural gross thing to do if you're invisible. Like, yeah. if you have that power, the first thing people think of, you know, most teen horny boys are like, ooh, I can go in the locker room finally and I watch girls like, and stuff like that. Like, I feel like yeah. if you're invisible, it's way easier to do bad things than it is to go- do yeah. good things. Yeah, the movie, like, ho- the movie like, Hollow Man brought this up with Kevin Bacon because it's just dude, all, oh, I just rape and kill. And it's just, oh, my God, that's horrible because you're what invisible. What good things are you supposed yeah. to do as an invisible? Like, I'm not saying you can't. You can Obviously, totally. There but are things that you yeah, can't That's why they do, upgraded like, him. To... I don't know, be a security guard and, like, stand in one place. <laughs> be a spy. And just, like, be a really somebody, good spy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, you could be a spy, like. There's not really yeah that's a there's that's no a like non copy military it, it like, leads positions. to 
an inherent position of power because you go, mm-hmm. I can see you, but you can't see me. Like, there's always going to be that, like... It works really urge. well in the show, yes. but, like, that, I think that's why he wasn't one of the people in the comic books. Jack from Jupiter side. is the guy, by Jack the way. Jack from Jupiter, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the they did a good thing by adding him as... Uh, that his skin is made of that crystal so that he diamonds the car, that, the diamond, diamond carbonite stuff. thing that can yeah, that so is that invincible he can't yeah be killed because yeah. that adds like the drama we need within the show but mm-hmm. he really is just kind of like a tool used by the show yeah. to yes. get to whatever end they want to get to I, I, the, I don't think he has the same level of impact as the others the, do the one thing i love about it is well the one thing i love is they don't notice they know translucence missing but after a while cuz they're like isn't he just here? He's probably he's probably just permanent. Like, yeah, somewhere, he's probably like, lurking somewhere, oh, and they're like he's probably just doing some weird shit. And then they're like, "Wait a minute, his tracking is missing. We got to go find him," sort of thing. Um, well, Homelander yeah. cares so much because yes. he considers any one of the seven to be an extension of himself. Any threat to the seven way. is a threat to all of them. like any threat to one of them is a threat to all of them because that's his life and there's Which no is not even like fucking smart honestly yeah. because like it is like the boys <laughs> the boys are afoot yeah. and the only indicator is that translucent is is murder it leads... and that's the like the, the signifying <laughs> yeah. like yeah yeah but we started fucking something. shit yeah. up and it's because like the first one we killed was translucent so like y'all are next but i don't think it's because he's smart or because it even like would diminish his power at all it's just because his ego is so large and yeah. any way that you can make him feel any worse about himself will drive him fucking bananas exactly um it leads to a great scene in the show when there's only five of the seven around. So it's it's Maeve, A-Train, and Starlight sitting on one part of the V and Black Noir on the other. And Homelander is basically taking them to task. He's like, y'all have been fucking up lately. I'm really kind of disappointed in everyone because you've been sloppy or lazy or insubordinate or whatever. And then he just turns very sharply and he goes, not you, Black Noir, you're great. You're awesome. Keep doing you. And then he goes back to berating them. Because <laughs> this is the thing about Black Noir. Black Noir is silent. We have yet to hear, I don't know about season two yet, but we have yet to hear a word come out of Black Noir's non-mouth, you know, full and, covering face thing. Like, <laughs> And really he's been in like three scenes, which are like <laughs> the ones where he is like in the boardroom, completely silent, just like witnessing whatever meeting they're having. Mm-hmm. Or the fight that he has against uh, the female, uh, K- Kimiko. Kimiko, Kimiko. Yes. Kimiko. In the in the show, yeah. it's it's Kimiko. In the in the comics, they more often refer to her as the female. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he has the, the other the scene. Badass. He has the most line, action that him. he ever, the most personality he ever puts into anything is what Brian was about to talk about, which is at one of the parties, he specifically sits down next to the piano player, <laughs> and then just in, he just like stares at him <laughs> until he leaves, <laughs> and then starts playing beautiful piano. Completely different and like yeah. more, more very happy and eloquent. energetic than what the piano player was already <laughs> playing. This enjoyable, was very funny, like multifaceted piece of just like. There's, there's actually is another brief one which is during. It's like during one of the prep scenes or something's happening where he is just, he's doing like a purifying like a salt ceremony, like an ancient, like a Japanese. No, you know it's, what I'm it's during. What's he doing? I, so oh, it's during teaser. when they're doing the 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 TV spots for yes, the sitcom that would you. involve all, the reality That's, show that would involve all of them. He's doing the, something. Yeah, uh, 
I don't remember exactly what it is. I feel like what you're saying that he's pouring. The, I think the, the I feel tea. like he's doing like a tea ceremony. Yeah, like it's like a <laughs> like he's doing like the the hands exactly the hands, like palms together like praying motion as he's like bowing over like a cup of tea. And it is is the TV spot where it's like. <laughs> you know, like with the arms in the sky and the and then it's just like black door, like quietly <laughs> sipping a meditative cup of tea. So I honestly I don't remember if it's Kung Fu or <laughs> Zazen, uh, Zen Buddhism that there is like a ceremony that when you're when you're there's a tea pouring ceremony for when your master is accepting you. Basically, I don't know. I don't remember whether it's. Yeah, he's doing a tea are, ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's just something that they're just have. They're, they just told him like, "Hey, do this." You know, this kind of adds into your like mysterious background. And he's like, "Yeah, sure." Like it's, but I love, I love that those are the like inklings of his life where we're like, "Are you just super cultured and you're completely fine staying silent so you can have a private life, or what the fuck's up with you that's making so, you like this?" I'm gonna imagine that he never has spoken to any of the seven ever. <laughs> he's That's just, how I'm going. He's to just proven to be super effective at fighting, and they're just like, yeah, it's like cool. it's like one of those relationships <laughs> where they like talk to him, but it's like, a, oh, I will take your your silence as a yes, exactly. You know, like, yeah, Home, so great, Homelander great can just read his expressions and then like movements, and he's like, cool, gotcha, yeah. excellent. <laughs> I mean, I think when you're s- when you're like silent in a not asshole way, like it mostly just everybody ends up being cool with you. Exactly. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, the, but uh, I will, I will mention him and him from the comics for a second. Okay. I will say very directly. If you care about keeping spoilers away from yourself, do not go look him up in the comics. He's the one that I will not say anything about, like anything about him in the comics. I will say that it is that, that there is that mystery with him as well. But it is, it's like a biggie one. It's like a big one. Okay. It's a okay. Big mystery, okay. you know? So don't look <laughs> it up. I'm not going to say it here, but he's he's one to watch moving forward. Okay. Although I do get the impression that the show is purposely not going to make him like a big spoiler. Do thing. the I, thing. Okay. So far, it seems like they're only using him for comedic relief, and that's all <laughs> they're going to use him for. They're not, it doesn't seem like they're setting him up for any larger he's thing. Like you know? the silent Deadpool. Yeah. Whereas like the. <laughs> He is a lot. Like, yeah, right? Silent Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. There's like Lamplighter on the other hand. Oh. I don't know. They didn't mention him again. They don't mention. I feel like if they mentioned him a little more, I would also be expecting more of a like a reveal out of him. Yeah. But I'm also surprised they mentioned him as little as they do because he's got they, a good reveal. They well, mentioned him like only at the beginning, like the very very. He beginning. he he is and brought up. They in, mentioned him in relevance to Mallory. As I was well. gonna say he. Anytime Mallory is brought up, they basically bring up Lamplighter as well because this is in the show, and I assume it happens in the book as well. Uh, Lamplighter. I, it, we actually don't know why Lamplighter is off of the seven, but Starlight is replacing. They said retired. He retired. That's what it is. Thank you. Um, so Lamplighter has retired. I'm putting that in. I did air yeah. quotes here visually because you know we're an audio only podcast. Um, yeah. But. <laughs> Great move. He's not there initially. And we see like his statue and we hear a lot of stories about him. We hear the one main story being that he murdered Mallory's grandchildren. Grandchildren. (laughs) And that's, that really is great as a mystique anyway, because I've seen, uh, I've seen the picture of the guy who is going to play him in season two, or at least in coming up in the show. It's Sean. I think it's it's not Sean Astin because that's. Penn. No, it's. He played Iceman in 
the X-Men movies. Oh, I know who you're talking about. You know about. exactly what That's I'm talking about. That's a good choice, about. yeah. Um, but yeah, he is only in rumor or in story at this. And that actually kind of brings me to... Unless there is anybody else to talk about? I'm, well, we, I'll give I'll yeah, give you sorry, some, of the, some of the some of the the comic spoilers on Lamplighter because I don't think they're going to go that way necessarily. Okay. Uh, in the <laughs> comics, they have this thing where in comic books, you know, normally superheroes die and they always come back. You know, and they just they keep killing characters, and then bringing them back. You know, Wolverine does it a million times. Everybody does it yes. all the time. The death and sl- or the sleep and return of Superman is one of the big examples. Yeah. Their version of that in the comics is when a soup gets killed, they have they can inject them full compound V and it brings them back, but like think about basically lobotomized, like fully uh, zombie. Like they're in a, like, oh, no. So they, they bring them out and then they parade them around to be like, He came back. Look, it's it's superhero shit. Oh, awesome. God. And now let's like, you know, I know you're not seeing him a lot, but it's because he's busy. A few and weeks really past, like, like, we're gonna hide him away in a cell somewhere. Yeah, it's like now, now he's in retirement. Uh, oh, so at some point, no. Starlight within the the tower finds Lamplighter inside of a submarine, like kind of chained up, trying to light lamps with his own shit. Uh, so it's like he got because he, he had gotten killed by the boys. Oh, for okay. Kill, uh, I don't know if it was because he killed Mallory's grandchildren or it's the the tit for tat is that like Homelander and the Seven know who the boys are in the comics mm-hmm. like the entire time and they have the powers to be able to fight them most people except for Homelander yeah uh but they have leverage on Homelander's in the comic has been blacking out and doing really awful stuff when he's blacked out wow. and they have videos and images of it and it's oh. like fucking him up psychologically that he's done extra horrible stuff when he's been blacked out <laughs> over what he does when he's awake. Yeah, because he knows uh, so, what he's doing when he's awake. So the fact that he's like, wait, I can't even control me being a monster. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So they're stuck in this thing where the boys are like, don't don't hurt us or go too far out of line or we'll release all this stuff. And he's like, don't release all that stuff or fuck with me and my pals too much or I will burn you and the whole I world down. Yeah, I'll kill period. you. It's, I'll just blow you to like, bits. Yeah. He doesn't want that situation either because it's literally like, yes, you'll release that and I will like basically kill everyone. I have to become a tyrant at that point. Like I yeah. have to put my foot down and that's the end game scenario. Yeah. So it's it's a completely different situation in the comics, mm. you know, very tense mm-hmm. in a different way. But yeah, that's that's kind of the situation with Lamplighter. So I'm, I'm thinking they're going to do something different with him because they're not going for a lot of... Because they, they also have for like example the... Uh, in comics, when they have like the big crossover events, and it's like all the superheroes have to join to fight Galactus, <laughs> for example, they have those events in the comics. But it's they all it's when all the soups take a vacation together, and they go to an <laughs> island and they tell everybody on Earth that they're fighting like a big galactic villain, and they just have a horrific giant sex party. Oh God! Yeah, it's horrible. It's it's absolutely horrible. <laughs> Um, I would like yeah. to. I would like to touch on the deep if we can. Yes. I mean, oh yeah. yes. That's a big that one. was the last a one. Huge yes. one. Okay. So I would like to. I want to open with a couple things. So uh, trigger warning for sexual assault mm-hmm. because he does sexually assault Starlight in the beginning of the show. Um, but and I like. Okay. So the first time, as I admitted, the first time I watched the show, I was very hungover. 
So my experience was just like, fuck that guy. Yeah. And then the second time well, around. You, you missed the part where it happened. Yeah. I, I, I had to be like, I don't know how to, to, I don't know how to tell you that. <laughs> so, so this time around, there was a lot of uh, like me and Jorge drinking a lot and watching the show and then like going outside to smoke cigarettes and just being like, we're going to have such a good conversation about this show right now. <laughs> and it's like, there's a lot of shit going on. It's going to be very deep. So Hello, well. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, it's like, it's very interesting and I like it that they like, instead of just being like, yep, he is an evil person and he assaulted someone and he's bad period. That's it. It's like, here's this guy. You know what I like? You know what I was just thinking about is I kind of like that they make him such a dumb fucking idiot mm-hmm. yeah. because every time there's a fucking rapist on television, they're like this, like either just like a drunk, like, like someone who's too drunk, a drunk to make brute. a different decision yeah, like- or yeah, a drunk brute or they're like the sinister evil rapist, you know, like, Oh, I'm a bad, evil, smart person. And I'm doing this yeah. bad thing. And this one, it was like, this guy is like not just like a product of society, like making him this way and not just like pure evil, but just like like nuanced and like bad. But then there's like you're like, oh, his character is just more fucking complicated than that, I guess. You know, like, yeah, like totally. his character is not just that. And you're like, wow, I fucking hate you. But also like. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? You crazy dumb dolphin and, uh, man! I I really like that. I think the <laughs> yeah. show does take a particular stance on it, which is just like this is still an awful yeah. person, and we're gonna keep punishing him over and over again. That's the but thing. it's like you need to accept that rapists don't always come in like a neat, easy to process package. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in like every other area, they might seem like good and like okay, and like they made a mistake or they didn't understand, and it's they are still a rapist. Yeah. Right. Um, th- this comes from the AMA that Eric Kripke did, who was the showrunner for the show, who also who also show ran a little and show Super called Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah, um, I love the show so much. Uh, he got a question about basically saying like, "Wow, you guys did a lot with the deep. There's a very like you know I don't want to say redemption arc because it's not necessarily the case, but like you know to see that those other sides of him and like." that sort of nuance of like this sort of thing. Like, how did you guys do that? And he's like, Eric Kripke just basically went, okay, to be honest, that you you can thank Ch- uh, Chance Crawford, the actor. He did all of that. All the, the, the writing is just the deep sucks and fuck him and he's a loser and we hate him. Fuck him. We punish him for the rest of the show because he deserves it and he's a piece of shit. And he's like, the actor put in a lot of that nuance and, you know, things that make him a more layered character. We hate the deep. And it's like, well, you're not meant to like or sympathize with the deep at all. That's just the actor doing a great job. And I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's yeah, great. You're, you're, by the way, your, your point on the, the deep in the comics, he, he has the, what's diving helmet. The, the diving helmet, the big metal one with the grate in the front, <laughs> the big circular one. Like on like on the Scooby-Doo. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't... Do I sound like a grandma yet? He's you a... know, like on the Scooby-Doo. You're right. He's more serious. Oh, I remember that lot... episode of Scooby-Doo where the man with the diving helmet yeah. made Daphne blow him to get away from... Just... No! Oh, God! <laughs> Garth Ennis writes Scooby-Doo. Garth Ennis writes Scooby-Doo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's a lot, honestly, less interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I think he... 
the the scene with Starlight is with three of the seven. Yeah, so and it's not it's with more the deep. of a bummer. It's uh, with I feel yeah I think I remember it be not the deep, and he mostly doesn't do anything besides just be a filler guy. Exactly. So yeah. I thought it would, you know it's interesting that they made him giving. That I think they to did him. much better with him in hundred percent, hundred percent. Especially like I don't know, just like in the culture we are that we're in, mm-hmm. where it's like let's let's use. The king of shit, uh, Louis C.K. is an example. Like, like here's this person who's been in the public eye, who's done a shitty thing, which like some people find forgivable. But it's like, when when can he become redeemable again? Mm-hmm. And like, that is like the point at which the deep is that in the show. But instead of being like, yeah, you can like do a welcome back tour or whatever. They're just like, we're basically sending you to Siberia for yeah. a while, and you can just like chill out there, and we're gonna like deal with the mess of shit and like we're punishing you but you're st- you can still like be a person right now but like it's still a punishment it's, you know well, yeah. i think the one of the most the hardest things to figure out psychologically for me is that he does definitely get sexually assaulted by that girl 100%. in his apartment after he gets banished yeah and it's just like, oh well, shit! Now Oof. what do I do with this? It's what am I yeah. supposed to? That is like that is one example of sexual assault that I feel like, like had a valid place in the show. Like was like not exploitative. Like I agree. was like I, yeah. They I were think... like, we're doing this to make y'all like think about this shit. Exactly. You know, like we are not just doing this to be like. He sure got what was coming to him. You know, it's more like, hey guys, remember what happened. Yeah. Isn't this the same thing? Exactly. Isn't this just as fucked up? What are you going to do about it? What yeah. do you think about it? I think. I mean, I think both what he does and what is done to him are... Because, you know, I'm I'm very quick to be like, I don't think that sexual assault should be in most places I'm, that it is yeah. in media because I don't... I, I think it's... It's exploitative. It's inherently exploitative, yeah. Like, you're just being... You're just taking advantage of something to make your art more impactful when it's not, usually. Uh, in this case, I think they, they used it to have, like, a very open, honest conversation yeah. about mm-hmm. this... And it's yeah, it happens both ways. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of layers to it, and it's also we we called it graphic. It's because it's very powerful because it feels very real. Mm-hmm. But it's not even as graphic as some of the scenes are in Game of Thrones, for example. Oh, correct. You know, I think I think the reason that it's very graphic, and this is like just another complicated element of this show, is that I mean, he so he has like to to. Describe I was talking about the scene like, with Starlight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that even the they, they show like one, nothing in that. The one. Starlight yeah. one is more your mind is the scariest thing, where it implies yeah. the whole situation. I, I feel like the the, the, the one with, with the, the deep, deep is, is like pretty very rough graphic too. And yeah, very upsetting. Yeah, I I, I think it kind of needs to be exactly. because we have that that uh the the dichotomy. What do you call it? The, the dichotomy. dichotomy the, the like yeah. double standard. The double standard. Yeah, yeah, because uh, it's like okay fine guys we can't show you a woman getting sexually assaulted like up close and personal so here you fucking go here is the equivalent on a man like yeah. given the given the parts that you need to like show you what you need to see well, I, I was saying it's like i think to show that he's actually getting sexually assaulted you like they felt the need to show that he's like he's being touched in a way that yeah. like, is beyond like what he could it's this in is a special place for him that is extra physically exactly. hurtful because theoretically, like, the idea is that, oh, girls can't rape guys, right? I was going to say, like that, yeah. That's a problem. Showing them have sex, and it gets into the kind of the visual medium and that sort of thing, like, 
showing them have sex or her like forcing a blowjob on him or something like that. Like you could definitely get across that it's being sexually assaulted. No problem. You could totally tell that clearly the actor is good enough to fucking very easily yeah. uh, do that. Right. I think it's more for the audience to, because of that bias of like, yeah, girls can't rape guy or like, it's not the same. That happens a lot with those, with the teacher cases, with the students where right. if it's a young kid and that they go, wow, that kid must've be so lucky to get to bang. It's you like, like that sort of thing. Instead of showing you yeah. that. So they showed show something that is so a penetration. intrusive like, that you yeah. have to accept that this is. They basically yeah. show him getting penetrated, getting, you know, violated in that very specific way. Cause he has these gills mm. on his body that let him breathe underwater and all that stuff. And she shows her hand she all just the gets, way up. Dude. She, wow. Like it's, I yeah. mean, that's so that's why I'm like drawing the connection mm-hmm. between 100%. that and like not being able to show the same thing. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like, like, I know there are like other things that are still considered assault, but like that totally. is the like, just the like, that, that's why that scene is like so fucking awful mm-hmm. and horrible because you can like very viscerally like feel everything that's happening because you can see it and yeah. it's so just like disturbing and like, yeah. Oh, I I definitely cry during that scene because it's just like it's 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 a like, tough scene. Like, and, and it's like and that that's what is so difficult about it for me is like the same emotions like in a way are like brought to me when like the scene with Starlight happens in the beginning, but like they can't show you anything yeah. like that visceral and like they can't even like explain it in a way, and then it's like here you are here. Now we have presented you with like the visual medium with which to understand like what is happening. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is like yeah, being doubly traumatized now. Yeah. yeah. And then yet the next scene with him is a fucking hilarious. Oh God. Him shaving is that his head he... to that song. Yes. I, I don't what remember song what song is it is. It? But I this don't is, remember which one it is, but this is after he has driven the 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 truck with the dolphin in it, right? This is all. Oh, way yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, way, yeah, yeah. He yeah. does that, and while then he's they still kick in the seven, yeah, <laughs> for the sexual assault. That's that's he's, when she outs him, or around that time is when she outs him. So yeah, because he was like, I was trying to do a good thing, and she's <laughs> and still well. It's like it's not about the fucking dolphin. dolphin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he's definitely gonna bang. By the way, he was definitely gonna have sex no, with that No, that dolphin was horny for him, and he that's, but he was gonna other, have sex with That him. was the other <laughs> icky part is that the you're like, oh, he's gonna have sex with that dolphin, and he's like, I don't know if I really want to yeah. do that. And you're like, oh, is this dolphin the dolphin's pressuring, pressuring you into him. sexual relations? That's the thing. Like that is yeah. also assault it's, and gro- and like I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. no, that I, part that that part made me feel icky too. I was like, oh man, he goes, like they just like rail yeah. this dude after he goes. He's like, well, hold on, like he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. like we'll we'll okay, let's well, sure, we'll get to know each other. Exactly. A little bit like first. basically, he's like, well, maybe some wine and some Take romance. Me out to like, first. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, that's why I I think that for me that one was more of just comedy yeah, i mean yes you know, cause I, but it does illustrate cause the point because it's also playing in into there. like yeah. the the what how dolphins act you know <laughs> yes. yes. it's just like it's, uh to, another <laughs> comedy part that they have uh is when he's in the grocery store and he's oh. talking to that lobster which I, it's another part where i just love when they're doing like <laughs> the talking to to fish thing in real life you yeah know, like, 
they're just having it there, but they not like not making it cheesy makes it so fucking cool to me for some reason. But like have, not making the fish literally go boo 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 and talk back. Yeah. But they when he selects the lobster, he's like, "You're gonna come home. Your your he's life like, is gonna you, be buddy, good now." Worry. And the guy just fucking butchers it in the head before he can say and anything. He, well, it's great because you again back to I think it's Chance Crawford. It might be Chase Crawford, something like that. But um. The actor is so good because he's working with nothing. Like, it's just him having a conversation with himself, essentially. Yeah. Like, in not in the acting portion. In the edit, it's very clearly meant to be the lobster. But, like, the him <laughs> doing the mix of excitement over getting the lobster out, the horror of realizing that the guy has the knife up and then have him just like that split him second. just sitting with his eyes closed after it's done, just like <laughs> yeah. God. Damn it! Like, Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I stuff. do like that. Yeah, I mean, he also he talks a lot about wanting to help the environment <laughs> and particularly like the ocean life. But they there's little things like when he's filming the commercial where he's helping pick up trash on the <laughs> yeah, on the beach, awesome. and they finish and they're like, "All right, we're done. Everybody, they dump that trash back the out." Trash back down. And he doesn't he doesn't really care about. He it. says he hi to a volunteer. He's like, "Hey, how are you?" To a volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many layers. There's him being like an awful rapist. There's him like caring, a, like getting raped himself. There's him caring about the animals. There's him not really caring about the animals, mm-hmm. but maybe it's because he's too stupid to think exactly. on a higher level about what he's doing. You know, there's there's a lot going on there. Very yeah, interesting. The, the, that's, that's why I like that they make him dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, because, oh. because like, A, I just like when there is dumb male eye candy <laughs> characters in movies like not because i like to look at them although that is like also a plus you know but like i like it because i think it very much draws attention to like the absolute absurdity of that same character like being portrayed by a woman yeah it's like it's like in the new ghostbusters I was movie talk about that, yeah. yeah when they were like Chris, oh here's which one was it chris, chris hemsworth, hemsworth chris hemsworth yeah. Thor, yes right? chris yeah. hemsworth yeah, yeah. And they're like, look how hot he is. And, and he's being so dumb. Look at this <laughs> dumb hottie. Isn't it funny? Yeah, like... Because that's how men see Wait. women. Like, they're not like, see, I... yeah, isn't he so hot and funny and, like, stupid? Who cares how dumb you are, honey? Yeah, like... It's like, doesn't it look so fucking stupid? And you're like, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Hang on. Wait. Why so, are you I mean, doing this? For me, it was like, I know a lot of people don't like that movie. I still disagree. I think that movie was totally fine. It's not like a, you know, it's not the huge, like Loved it's not it. the movie of the century Loved or anything, it. but it's like, I think it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's fun. It's whatever. Uh, but the thing with Chris Hemsworth is people online, it's, they were mad. They were saying like, oh, y'all treated him horribly. You know, he was, yeah. like, you just made him out to be some dumb. I whatever. Have, I, have, like, I didn't see yeah. a movie even, with a woman. Yeah. I didn't even notice. I'm like, that's, oh, that's what damn. you, cause I was like, that's what you do in movies. You make random characters into stupid things. I, you know, that's already yeah. a bad attitude to take. Cause it's, Ex- I'm not, exactly. cause I'm not realizing that we're doing it to women only to not to oh, male characters. Yeah, I, yeah. I understood. See, this is my, my problem with that is I don't know if Paul Feig is smart enough to have done that as a commentary on how women are treated in those things. Also because his Ghostbusters equivalent in the original movie is not that at all. She's a smart, no-nonsense, like, no-bullshit, sarcastic, dry-wit woman who isn't ever, you know what I mean? Like, so... I don't think it was a comment on on That's what I'm saying, because I'm like, 
I don't know if Paul Feig is just going, hey, instead of a woman, since we're switching it around, let's make the dumb secretary a dumb man this time. Well, that's, you know I, what I mean? I think that's what I'm getting at. Is yeah. it, didn't, it didn't feel like commentary exactly, yeah. to me. It felt like just like, yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. Mm. We're doing another dumb character. <laughs> I think the commentary was really that a bunch of men got upset about it that you know? it's just like I, what is that wrong point with is yeah. is interesting that them having that sharp reaction is if an I, interesting point to go well hey maybe think about every other woman character that you've seen in every movie why don't you get yeah. outraged at those yeah they have a they have a scene in the movie where they're reading comments online about oh, them as ghostbusters God. and they're real comments from the youtube trailer i think i if i may bring <laughs> Uh, oh fuck! How was I gonna bring it back? Oh, if I may bring, if I may bring like the OG Ghostbusters back to the boys, yes. Then I will say one of my major issues issues with this show is like just not enough women in the cast. Mm. Like, oh yeah, again, it's the same problem that I have with like pretty much everything. <laughs> I was and gonna I'm say to be, with most. Yeah, things. I'm trying to be better about just like like not dancing around it yeah, and just like yeah. calling the shit out in like all shows mm-hmm. and like this is definitely one that does it i can't completely blame it on the show because yeah. like the comic obviously has like is where all the material sure. came from and they do like kamiko i was gonna amazing say fucking character like yeah. they have very three, complicated yeah like, they have three like, nuance cool, yeah starlight like like very cool very great character yeah. Stillwell is like horrifying and like like also, also complex really good yeah like like, <laughs> like manipulative and crazy and cool and queen mave is like honestly kind of weak like the, yeah. the compared to those yeah to me honestly is like almost like a like it just feels kind of cop-outy like, because look what we I did yeah it's just like oh <laughs> the reason she didn't want to be with homelander is because she was gay and you're like well i mean you could have done the same thing with like her and a man and it would have been mm-hmm. like the same you know yeah. like it just feels like they were like let's add another element of diversity in there but it like and she's like i can't tell anyone about you because i'm a famous person and it's like that's the same thing that atrian is doing with his girlfriend and yeah it's a little gay, like so, like you don't really you don't have the added like i know personally that there is the added pressure of like you are gay and totally. you don't want to out yourself but like that's not really the problem in the show like you're that's yeah not they're not they're not really framing it as the issue yeah yeah i agree yeah i, mean, I, I do think they have quality like the women characters that they do have are pretty quality like they're better than quite a few other women's characters like, in other shows i've I, seen recently but there I, are not I enough really i told you yeah. yeah i really just wish that there was like a female character like like a frenchie equivalent right you know? sure sure like, sure sure like somebody like in the main crew that was a woman that is Who not spoke like, more <laughs> the female yeah, yeah exactly yeah no and i mean like i i agree they they do certain things that are like better than than average yeah you know? but i i i do still think like you just because you like a show doesn't mean you can't be like you know not good totally enough, right? yeah, yeah, like, yeah you can do 100 more like you did some stuff exactly. Good. You can do yeah. more always. It's, I'm, it, I'm, all about, it's, I'm all about holding things that I love to higher standards because yeah. I'm like y'all are y'all are already great. Yeah. So you could just be a little better. You know? It's oddly Which, frustrating because you're like, okay, you can clearly write female characters with nuance yeah. and complexity. Write like, more of them. Get some more. Add them in more there. in go. them right now. Like if yeah. a, a, a dumb they, show that has only stereotypes, I'm like, yeah, you're 
too stupid to barely... I'm amazed you get the show <laughs> off the ground every day and you remember to breathe every morning. But, like, of course, I'm not expecting nuance and, you know, Bechtel-passing yeah. characters and movies and stuff at this point. But, like, yeah. yeah. Which <laughs> does bring me to a little bit of season two stuff. I haven't watched any season two Neither yet. Have I. But I know that one of the characters they're introducing, oh. which is all over the trailer, is Storm. Stormfront, <laughs> who... Is in, Aya now, Cash? In the, in the, it's Aya Cash from Ooh. You're the Worst. Have you ever watched You're the Worst? That show's so the fucking Please funny. Please watch You're the Worst. Oh, my God. All of the actors in that show are literally so just so <laughs> incredible. Just yeah. That show is so well-written and good mm-hmm. and so, genuinely good all the yeah. way through. Aya Cash is one of the two main pro- protagonists in that show, but she's playing a character called Stormfront. Now, in the comic books, Stormfront is a character. It's a soup that is almost to the power level of Homefront. It's, I mean, it's still a good deal. Homelander. Low, Homelander. <laughs> Stormfront is where you got the Stormfront. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. I I did stop to try to figure <laughs> yeah. out how I fucked his, that up. His eyes went really wide. Like how, his brain straight up rebooted real quick. Oh, right where there. Where am I? <laughs> Homelander uh, and Stormfront. Homelander and Stormfront. Yes. Stormfront is still a good deal weaker than Homelander, but it he has in the in the comics it's a boy and he's got the same kind of. Uh, relationship with everybody else you know he's like a big big chest barrel chested big bad you know but he is also whereas homelander was like a homegrown u.s boy he is literally a nazi experiment stormfront so he's he's still full ss like full old school Mm -hmm. alive from world war ii nazi uh was a was a child from world war ii so he's actually you know he's he's full-blown like that but the comics i think actually do shit all with him they treat him like oh big scary powerful person in the middle of when we're doing other things the boys end up basically just beating him in hand-to-hand yeah. combat while they're doing everything else no nuance no character work no nothing the show in season two is clearly having it's having a, first of all Aya cash playing him I, is a crazy a jewish woman playing a nazi-based character it's oh going, my god yeah i didn't even think about exactly it's shit. it's almost feel, purposely hilarious ironic wow. casting. like I, i'm pretty sure they're not gonna yeah, exactly. so they're, i don't think they're gonna do the nazi i don't shit, think they're, they're doing the nazi shit. they might be leaning into they haven't shown any of it yet in the mm-hmm. trailers but the, they might be leaning into some of the more like white nationalist like alt-right sort of uh, alt-right stuff yeah. that we have now because well, stormfront's which, the website that fucking no one should go to ever because it's full of white nationalist shit i'm pretty sure it is i've never heard don't go that. to it ever and do not look it up but yeah. um if you're yeah. a neo-nazi just do us a favor and go kill yourself just thank <laughs> you goodbye <laughs> Uh, or anyway, or fully convert that would help. Or just or stop doing that bad stuff you're doing. And yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm I'm super interested in oh, what's 100%. Gonna, what they're going to do with that because that you know that's at least one more female character and like yeah. I'm yeah I'm very that's because that's a full changeover. I hope they don't fuck it up. Also, I yeah. forgot that Jensen Ackles is going to be in it. For so those yeah, of you who are a bunch of dumb idiots, that is uh, <laughs> Dean from Supernatural. Yes. Hubba hubba. I this was also to to briefly come back to the point I was originally gonna make about how Garth Ennis likes to make people look and feel ineffective and dumb. Soldier Boy, the most iconic picture of Soldier Boy, like the first thing you see when you look up Soldier Boy the Boys, is a picture of him knock kneed, like knees together, kind of like limply holding a shield, pissed his pants, completely pissed his pants, with like a sad face on. He's like, eh, and it's like yeah. Oh, clearly he is meant to be feckless and awful and can't do his job to save his life. Like, 
Oh, yeah. feckless. What a good <laughs> fucking word, dude. Feckless. Without feck. <laughs> so did we... Uh, I think that's the seven covered. So we covered the seven. Do we want to we briefly didn't talk, to talk about, about the boys? The or do boys we, yeah, okay. that much, but... The boys are honestly all great. Um, I mean, we're, we're also like assuming that everybody... Yeah listening to this has watched it in which case like if you don't know yeah. that the boys are great then you're a big dumb carl idiot, urban so once again. again deserves all of the <sighs> awards he will never he get because he's so he good is so yeah. hot oh like, yeah also like just, just objectively just, like, gotta just yeah oof. spout for like just give me like 15 seconds to talk about how fucking hot he is <laughs> hot 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 that's pretty much all i had to say cool. uh i mean i i think there's not as much to talk about with the boys because they're i mean they're all good characters like it it doesn't slow up the show at all but like they're all very dynamic they all have like backgrounds that are like very like believable and and you can like so easily sympathize with yeah Yeah. it all all it all works smooth like butter but it ends up being that they're they're playing the straight men in a world of exactly superheroes you know like Like, they're and they're they're doing their job wonder i mean like yeah like you said they're all dynamic characters it all their chemistry is great they're still like good to the point where you're like i don't need to question like i know the butcher has like like sketchy tactics and like questionable (laughs) motives sometimes but at the same time He's not fucking Homelander. Yeah. He's like, he's trying to kill Homelander. So I know he's the good dude. Exactly. I, not I, mean, the bad dude. I think one of the, the biggest compliments is that when they're talking, you're not sitting there being like, okay, shut up. I want to see the yes. superhero stuff. You don't look down you're to your phone. Fast, you you're pay still just attention like, yeah. to what's going you're on. You're still exactly. watching with great fascination. 100%. Yeah. Um, in the comics, uh, Butcher does keep pushing the envelope <laughs> with being like, I can be fighting for all of the right things and still go too far i promise you <laughs> don't uh, worry i'll go too far don't so worry. i'm i'm hoping they they push more in that direction because he didn't end up doing anything too bad i mean like the worst I thing mean, that he, he does is gonna in, blow up still well at the end and that was about the yeah and that baby but yeah. i mean honestly i don't know she's like she's fully just because she's literally not the one with the powers killing people she still wants to get soups in the military yeah. and is willing she's willing to, to overlook like, hey, war wait. crimes she's willing to create yeah, super like, terrorists Oh, I guess she. Hey, wait. Homelander ki- created the super terror. Hey, wait, yes. guys. That's did right. they did they kill that baby? Oh, the baby's dead. Yeah. Is Stillwell's baby dead? It's not confirmed, uh, but period? like that it? that apartment blew sure. up. That apartment blew and up. And I don't think Homelander, Homelander saved. Homelander saved Butcher. I don't so think he, he obviously saved. had. He could have saved that baby. Save he could have for sure. He's Homelander. But I guess why would he? Because it wasn't his baby. He hated. He, he hated that baby. Because anyway, so, yeah. that okay. baby was yeah, taking away dead. Stillwell cool, cool, cool. time from him. Yeah. Although he did love Stillwell, so maybe he saved the baby to but have a little Stillwell to later. Also, but counter that, I think likely. Yeah. Like, I feel like he probably killed the baby. Yeah. But but it was a valid question, right? Like that's something that they don't they don't they they don't give you a solid. Answer. It could be a reveal yeah, later. The, the one thing that I love it's about this, that he the, the one thing I love about this season is it ends on a big cliffhanger. Like Ugh. they were willing to, because a lot of stuff Such these days, a, a lot of the stuff doesn't know if it's gonna get canceled in this era of streaming. Of, it's a too big. So they the just they basically just make eight hour or ten hour or thirteen hour movies, and like there's a resolution of some kind at the end that you could theoretically like end a show on. But this one was like, fuck it. We're just leaving it here and maybe we'll get another, another well, two season. Things. One, we're going to take everything and throw it out the window yeah. and then maybe the network will put it Exactly. At the we'll bottom. see. 
Well, one, it, it's too big of a cliffhanger for me because the, no. the comics helped alleviate nothing for me because <laughs> Butcher's <laughs> wife is not alive in the comics. So it's just like, fuck you. You don't get anything. You're going to have to wait just like everybody else. And I'm like, awesome. Cool. Okay. Thank you. Uh, number two, Amazon doesn't have to worry about that because they could literally they could fund the show a thousand money. times yeah. over and make no impact exactly. on them. Yeah. It wouldn't do anything. You're right. That's a good point. Because they're the real fought American. They are just bought. They call it in the comics. Man, my least favorite <laughs> part of the boys is how it puts money in Jeff Bezos' pocket. Honestly, that is the worst <laughs> part of it. If it that is, I mean, if that is the worst thing about it, then like that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But also like. Hey, if it if it helps, why does Jeff Bezos have to ruin every part of my <laughs> life? That is unfortunate. I was gonna say if it, if it if it helps, then the amount of money they made off the boys is probably not even a drop in the bucket to how much money. They That's have. a good point. Yeah, he makes like what two hundred million dollars. <laughs> he probably doesn't like even so like, care it's about it's how much the boys. <laughs> He's like he, he uses that, that as a napkin to clean off of the, his face. The, the Ninos, the men. What's that? Oh, oh I don't the care. Ninos. I don't care. Good. <laughs> the uh, it's to me, it's just crazy when a single person can literally like end entire world problems. Yeah, you know, like has enough money to be like, oh, that that one existential problem that humanity has gone done. See fixed. you later. Yeah. I feel like I can say pretty conclusively that the Outlaws Network generally is anti-billionaire. <laughs> so if even you, if you by have the way, money. Put it here first, and and then also to to people who also need it but, more than we do. But you know. by the way, follow us on Twitch, which is owned by Amazon. <laughs> uh, this whole life is a hellscape, and we can never escape. Oh my god! All right, well, <laughs> I guess that's where we should end it. So did we? we gonna... Did we? Do y'all have any like favorite moments? from the show that we didn't touch on. I know there's one very briefly. I will touch on this. Uh, when Jorge originally brought up the plane scene earlier, there was two things I thought of. And one was of course the one that we discussed where they have to leave the plane mm-hmm. full of people to die. And the other one was the first plane scene where Homelander oh, destroys yeah. the plane. Like there, there is a, a mayor of yeah. some city that Stillwell is trying to sell Detroit? the soups to. Baltimore. Baltimore. It's like Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. And she's basically like, I'll give you the soups for, you know, 200 mil. And he's like, I can do 100 mil. And she's like, not good enough. And then Homelander overhears this and is like, cool. So I'll just, I can I'll just, I'll I'm just going to kill the mayor yeah. of Baltimore and his entire family. And it just is him floating up into the sky, like oh. lasering the plane in half and that that moment happens so early in the show, and it's just the so much one. like, the, you know, you're mayor's... just like, that's it. He can do anything that he wants, and these people can do anything that they want. And then you're like, there will be consequences. In episode two, you're like, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, no. They can do anything they want. No consequences, the, period. Nothing. The, the mayor's son is holding an autographed yeah, picture of Homelander and looking out the window and seeing Homelander yeah. waving at him. And then he does it, and it's, it's for so me. It's, it, fucks, it's him dude. floating in the darkness and like the storm clouds with his glowing mm-hmm. red eyes. Oh, it's just like, oh. That's impact. Um, That's powerful. Yeah. The only other scene I want to mention and not talk about, honestly, is the scene between Stillwell and Homelander. Oh, you where, mean the mommy one? Where he just no. Well, they're they're 
scene of intimacy where oh, he can't know where they are doing it for a second and he is bad at everything and she has to constantly move his hands down and hold them away and tell him what to do and it takes five seconds and then she's like I didn't oh. think about how much she has to direct Dude, him on she, she tries she basically goes move your move yeah. everything out of the way and let me I'm do I'm going to sit yeah. here I'm going to move for one second and then he's like uh, and you're like oh the, it's over Oh, it's hands down for That's me, all, folks. hands down for me, the most honest part of that, and the mo- the part that makes me go like, oh my god, this is so like he doesn't know, he's just whatever. Is there is there is a way to spank someone's bottom? There is a way that oh everyone, god, so everyone, it, you can get it right. It makes a satisfying sound. It feels the right way to the person. It's that all was, good. Y- Brian, you can't see it, but Brian he, did the correct. I did the hand like he, it, 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 yeah, yeah, he can't do it. And it's so uncomfortable to watch. Like, it makes a bad sound. She very quickly just grabs his hand and puts it to the side. It's like, no, no. Because it clearly didn't feel good in any way, shape, or form. I'm just like, oh, that's so real. Oh, that was so uncomfortable. Oh, I hate all like, of this. Like, it, it, it looks like baby doing it. Like, like, it's, it's, he's like a 10-year-old going, I know how to sex. He, yeah, and it's like. Yeah, it shows you completely that, like, there is no, <laughs> he is not, like, a sexual being. Yeah. Like, he is a baby, yeah. and somebody was like, here's your button. I'm going to push exactly. it, and I'm going to get what I want. And, they, and that is exactly what she is yeah. doing. But it's so, like. Just another one of these things that this show does so fucking well, where you're like, this is just so vile and like so unsettling at all. Like, yeah, it's like, like, like one of those sex scenes that you're just like, that's not even sex. They just like, they're intimate. Yeah, you're like it, 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 intimate, like in the grossest way possible. It being pathetic is also the part that unsettles because I'm like, you're oh, it's so like. I can't watch it because it's just so uncomfortable because it's like you're getting what you want, but you don't even know what you want and you don't know why you, and you don't know how, oh, this is so, ugh. It's just like, so wrong. You just it's so mommy. wrong. Show's you very good at doing mommy. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot of moments where you're like, that's just wrong. Yeah. You just shouldn't. Oof. <laughs> oof. There's a lot of oof moments. Exactly. Yeah, they do. They do very raw, real things, and it's honestly, and it's often a departure from the comics where it's like very, ex- like mm-hmm. extreme versions of real things. Yeah. You know? So like one of one of the things I'm interested to see if they'll do is the G Men, <laughs> which is their version of the X Men. Oh God! Like, don't. Oh. Yeah. There's there's one like Professor X basically, and he's got like the main group. But then there's also like all the subgroups mm-hmm. of the many other like quote unquote mutants, uh, which go all the way down to the children level, which is where I talk about like the rampant yeah. pedophilia and like the it's it's horrific, horrible, it's, and it, it all in the comic it all ends up with like a massive massacre, good, because uh, <laughs> the boys be like like manage to prove like this shit's all happening like let's just let's just wipe this one mm-hmm. out and like that yeah it ends up bad for everybody dude it's horrible. Horrible, horrible stuff. So I, I'd be interested if they ever include that kind of stuff or like Tech Knight or how f- other... how far they're going to push it on the show too. Yeah, the but comics. I I I'm starting to have a lot of confidence that they will make 
good changes with everything. Yeah. Things like the change of Stormfront, I have very, very high hopes for. And I, I really I, hope I don't come back very disappointed <laughs> a few weeks from now. I'm going to be like, Shannon's addendum to the episode <laughs> is where she just angrily rants about season two. It's just the words, God fucking damn it, for an hour and a half. And yes. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it's good. Because we never know. I mean, On- if you're... Uh, I think about you. You're saying that Kripke said that they just hated the deep and like a lot of like the good stuff about that was the actor the, the, crushing the it. New, in terms of the plot points, obviously it was written as written, but they were they were like, no, the deep isn't meant to be redeemed. He is just meant to be punished for the act that he did because he did a horrible thing. And there's no like, it's not meant to be a redemption arc for him to put him through the paces to make him better. Like. Mm-hmm the actor is just good at showing the multiple sides of the deep and that the deep is a real person who is a dumb idiot who kind of cares about things, but also doesn't. But yeah, I I have faith that everyone in season two is going to be a good actor. I I really hope so. I think so. I'm thinking about it. Here's the one to watch. If you're saying Jensen Ackles is going to be there as soldier boy, I think he's the one to to watch because (laughs) He's there. He's going to be there from Supernatural as Kripke's boy. He's worked with basically. Kripke for years at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if Kripke can't make him good in this role, then I think that means bad things. I was going to say. Like, so, I mean, he's if, not. If he did Supernatural, for the, it's like, dude, you got to figure this one out. Otherwise, why you would get, you hire uh, yeah. him? So here's the thing. Like, I, unless you're having sex with each other, there's no reason. I mean, he's not known for being a good actor in Supernatural, you know? Like, Supernatural is not known for its acting. Correct. Yeah. I think that Supernatural is very good at being what it's supposed to be. Yes. You know? 100%, 100%. I love Supernatural. I have great Absolutely. fun with it. I don't think they're trying to like push it any further than that. Which means to me, either the boys is Kripke accidentally falling into something great for an entire season, <laughs> which is unlikely, which is why you have to watch Jensen Ackles. If he does horribly here and he starts fucking up everything and it's just like, oh, you managed to get better actors for this show and that, that changed your shit show you were about to put on or it's like he's going to do good and it's like no you're doing everything on purpose yeah. supernatural is good as the show it's supposed to be and this is also the show you're doing on purpose and everything's going to turn out awesome <laughs> and i'm going to be happy and i'm not going to have to think about all the dog shit that i've endured for many many years of my life <laughs> go why did you make a bad show on purpose for 12 years of your life you dick <laughs> like... <laughs> y'all have anything else that we missed no we should really really should <laughs> Um, no, I'm good. I think Boys Season yeah. 1 is awesome. Um, on the topic of boy, The Boys Season 1, are we friends, Shannon? I'm going to go with yes. I feel like we all agree about how complicated the show is and how like, it talks about a lot of important shit mm-hmm. and like very nuanced shit in a good way. And we're all equally like, like, like very startled and upset by it, but in a good way. Yes. So I'm going to go with a hearty yes. Jorge. I, I, it's also a yes for me. Yeah. I, it's, it's pretty much the same stuff. I, I just want to keep talking about it. Correct. And it's very hard to, this episode is clearly already very long. <laughs> this episode long, is very long already. Longer. Yeah. Um, that's why we're going to do another episode on the boys. Don't worry. Um, obviously easiest, one of the easiest yeses I've done on this show. Super easy to say yes. Um, okay. Very good. So if you're still with us, which I hope you are, um, you, (laughs) if you would like to hear more of this stuff, you can follow us 
on Instagram and Twitter at underscore are we friends, all one word, or go to our website, r-we-friends.com. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, Shannon, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Sharnan Blarnan <laughs> on Twitter. You can just sound that out for yourself and figure it out. Uh, but also on Thursday nights, I like to do this little ditty called Outlaws and Old Ones with my friends here on Are We Friends and our pal John from Downtime with John and Emily. And we play this little game called Call of Cthulhu. It's super fun. We play some goofy characters. We do a little <laughs> improv, a uh, little improv uh, t- TRPG. Did I say it yep, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I said yes. it right? Cool. Good job. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Also, also, if if you if you maybe want to discuss the boys some more, you know, you can you can direct message me on Instagram <laughs> or DM these boys here at Are We Friends because I'm sure they would love to answer your questions in the next episode. Yeah, and on, on the topic of the uh, the outlaws and old ones, you're never gonna remember you, that show. Jo- it just never, never falls. If you join the chat while we're playing live, mm-hmm. you can usually influence. What's gonna happen? And I've I've had to like actively work to not have superhero stuff infiltrate everything. So you can you can break that you can damn force that open. issue real yes. easy. If you want to no. have them all of a sudden holding a baby with laser vision as a weapon, like they do in season one of The Boys, which is another thing we didn't talk about, uh, you can do that. I'll I'll happily listen. All all you have to do is Thursday night, seven p.m. Eastern time. Go to Twitch.tv/slash The Outlaws Network. And we will be there. And you can chat us. You can say whatever you want. You can say nice things. You can make weird suggestions. <laughs> we're, we're here for all of it. Absolutely. Um, so, I have been your Compound Veed co-co-host, Brian. I have been your villainous guest host, Shannon. And I'm still just Jorge. And we will talk to you next week. Well, well, well. If it ain't the invisible cunt. <laughs> <laughs>